Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine Podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, Hour 1 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable, mid-morning chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews, has one more day off. However, we do have lady of 184.7 characters, the always highly viscous co-host of this show, Autumn Fisher. We have the man behind the glass, George Clark. And the handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto. Hey, it was a great weekend, but ready for a great week. It was a great weekend. But. But. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, but it doesn't drop. It just the next shoe goes up to a higher step. Ready for a great week. That's right. If you want to do comparisons or opposites like that, you should say and. Oh. No, I'm sorry, but. Compa- uh, he, comparisons, but. He did say but. Would you like to apologize to him, the no, audience? No, no, I'm wrong, or? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. No, no, I said it wrong. Okay. He needs to say and if the two things are the same. If they're opposites, then you say but. Well, How about this? Can we thank the wordologist? And I'm just assuming she's right. I'm, I'm not so looking confused. it up. I'm not backing it up. I, I have no say, idea. I had a good weekend, but I'm going to have right. the same week. That's not right. You have to say and. Okay. Now, I'm sure there are plenty of people who are listening right now who probably already are not huge fans of Autumn Fisher. She has huge fans. We all have huge fans. And then we all have detractors. My guess is there's one or two detractors who know for a fact she's wrong and will let us know. No, I'm not wrong. And that's the the reason why you sort of blanched at it, right? You were like, hey, that seems... Well, well, I was just worried about Jared. He's going to be exhausted. If everything's great, then nothing's great. (laughs) Really? I mean, you you have to have... Everything is wonderful. Things have to be... Like, not so great from time to time in order that you can compare and contrast and say, well, compared to that, this was great. This was a great weekend. I'm not so sure you had the weekend that was as great as it could have been, but that's my opinion. I'm, I had a phenomenal weekend. I'm not I was very you. happy with it. I'm he not celebrated you. celebrated this weekend. I know that, but there was a little bit of uh, bullying that went on in the Jared Yamamoto life. From and your you know, perspective. Yeah, from a human <laughs> perspective, but I get it. You know, I, you know, Jared and his fiance are getting married. That's why she's referred to as the fiance. They're actually getting married. And uh, for some reason, there's some sort of thought in uh, the wider circles of family and friends that uh, these two are going to get married really need to be celebrated over and over and over again. It's so, our second of eight showers, so it's a lot. It's a lot. Showers. It's yes, a lot. Eight showers. How, what? Why eight? Because they're that special. They need to be celebrated. We have no control over this. You do. Other people that are oh, that are hosting man. showers. That's yes. so annoying because yes. I had to, you know, I'm like, please throw me. You know, <laughs> I, get, I get one shower. <laughs> and like your mom threw it or something, right? <laughs> it's like a, a chair. She got one charity shower. Like, All right. Well, she's not going to feel good about herself. if. But uh, you guys, as a couple... 
I would say that you're being bullied into all these showers, and then you individually, I think, were bullied to stay in a shower over the weekend. But that's okay. <laughs> oh, because I was mostly women. I was mostly no, because he didn't go to the to Roger Waters when he had tickets. And this thing started at like noon or two, and all he would have to do is say to people, hey, you know, there's a show tonight, I want to go to the show, and he felt like people came to town. I would never, I would never do that to somebody. If I, if I, if I had flown in from Hawaii <laughs> for your shower... I would, and it was like, oh, man, go to the show. Go have fun, you know? But he was, it's like, there's this, uh, well, I guess it gets you used to being married, which, which can be a lot more obligations than in the past. So maybe it's uh, a way to mm-hmm. kind of set you up. I felt My guilty. wife kind of knew already that he's not going to be one of those, I always adhere to societal norms and obligations. <laughs> and at I'm first ma- she thought that was so cool. Yeah, and now she's really headed up to, she's like, enough of it. Could yeah. you just go outside? I'm done with you. Yeah. I felt guilty. I had friends that uh, drove all the way from South Carolina and that drove from Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, to- see, I would have been the friends that, that came out of the way. Don't feel guilty. No, go to the show. <laughs> have fun. How long were they there? Were so, they there until Sunday? So the shower didn't, it, uh, it technically didn't really have an end time. We were still, I mean, it was about 50 or 60 of us that started off the day. That's and, the problem. And many, like many people technically, people? technically, everything should have an end time. Okay, go ahead. That that was your problem right there. Technically, it didn't have an end yeah, time. Yeah, but the millennial way is not to have an end time because it's you're getting together well, with you hang all. Out. You have like all, an after party. Yeah, exactly. And so by the millennial way, by about seven thirty, done such it, good for the country. <laughs> I agree. By about seven thirty, which is the time I would have needed to go to get the Roger Waters show, there was still about twenty five, thirty people at the party. So I'm like, I'm not going to leave. You know, my own party when people are still it's not here your own out. party. It was a party that you were roped into because somebody <laughs> else said, for us "I want to give bad. you." I oh, give I'm you. out of here now. See ya. Out of here. You'd been there for five hours. <laughs> yeah, and there's like seven more to go. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you just showed up, peeked in, and go, "Hi, hey, I'm glad you guys came." Five hours. Yeah, and we're like it's a wallflower, like the weird silent. Yeah, yeah. but for the out of towners, husband, I felt guilty for the out of towners that were still hanging out with us. I'm like, you know what? I I was able to give the tickets away to somebody that was a giant gigantic Roger Waters fan, so I was happy about that. And uh, oh, and then, really? and then right. we end up going out late and stayed You're out till so two a.m. Anyway, so I had su- it was me. I had such a good time that <laughs> yeah. I thought that it was somebody else, Roger Waters. Yeah, you thought I didn't it understand. was. You thought it was Ed Sheeran, but it's a whole different. <laughs> yeah, I just. It was okay. It well, was you like missed a it. lot of lights. Yeah, know? it was a lot of lights. You missed a, a pretty <laughs> right. stunning audio audio visual presentation, and I'll tell you, it was. Uh, it was great. I mean, it was great. It was it just as a presentation, as a whole, just unbelievable. Uh, you know, nothing in State Farm. It's never been the greatest audio room. It's a, I mean, sound is not perfect in, in State Farm. It's built for basketball games, and it's great for basketball games. Um, so some, sometimes, uh, basically what I found with the sound was there wasn't a whole lot of separation in the instruments. And, and when it came to Roger singing... If I knew the words, I could understand what he was saying. <laughs> if I had forgotten the words to something or just didn't know a song, I had no idea. And when he spoke to the crowd, I could pick out about 75% of you know, what he was saying. But the overall show was really phenomenal and overwhelming and unbelievably political, which usually I'm not a big fan of. Like I, I don't I'm not a big fan of protest songs, right? You know, like I, I just to me, it's just kind of smacks you in the face. But for some reason, with this guy, and I don't agree with everything, I would say that probably I agree with the premise. There's a lot that I agree with, but there's an awful lot in his arguments that are 
Well, when you're painting with such a broad brush, mm. which is kind of his style, to kind of throw all of the leaders of the world together, because it, this is the part that I agree with, and that I'm really glad that he's out there doing and putting a spotlight on. I've mentioned it before. If you just go to the point that you're going to have two and a half hours where he is going to spotlight the thousands upon thousands of innocent people in this world who are slaughtered every, every year simply because they get in the way of something more powerful than them. Having nothing to do, it's, and these Machiavellian, whether they're dictators or whether they're uh, parts of uh, diplomatic corps, they just make decisions that this is what we want to happen. Um, maybe most of them wouldn't kill people if they didn't need to, but they say, hey, you know, some people are going to have to die. The people that we toss off hand as collateral damage, which is such a cruel, it's so passive. It's just such a, it doesn't seem cruel. Well, collateral damage. So basically what he does is he puts names and faces to what we, what we call collateral damage. And I completely, I'm all on board in that being highlighted. I've said this before. He's great at identifying the problem, uh, the powers that be versus the average person on the planet. He's not so great at assigning blame, and he's even less great when it comes to prescriptions, how you would solve these things. I find sometimes he gets very, he's, he very much believes in the, you know, bullhorn, hit the street. And I think that that, I think he's being short-sighted. I think he doesn't realize that as far as people, street movements, people getting bullhorns, hitting the streets, I think the people that he identifies as the powers that be are perfectly fine with that. That's all part of the whole thing because they're never really going to win. They're never really going to win. You can have this cathartic moment and get out on the streets, but, th but they're not really a threat to the most powerful people on the planet. And so I think that he gets kind of caught up in easy solutions to very, very difficult things. And I think he doesn't realize that what he's identified is a problem with human beings, with humanity. This kind of stuff went on long before there was capitalism that we know of, long before there was a United States military-industrial complex, and he wants to blame it on isms, capitalism, when I think just, just because the era that you live in, those are the things that are there, these are the tools that are used to help hold people down, but it's really about humanity. And I think he gets a little too, he gets broad-brushed, he broad, uses a broad brush, and for that reason, there's all kinds of holes you can hit his arguments, but again... I do appreciate the fact that he puts faces and names to... And by the way, this stunning audio-visual presentation, most of the visual concepts were very unbelievable and original. Money? Looked like stock footage. Like the worst visuals of the evening were during money. More on that and some other stuff. We got some listeners... Who would like to yell at me for something? And you know what? I'm in the mood. I'm ready for it. Let's get it right out of the way Monday morning. All right. I know. I know. I know. Get over it. Stop yelling at your uh, radio. Get off the phone with the open mic. It was have a cigar. It wasn't money. <laughs> oh. I get it. I was going to say because money yeah. is not on that. Album. I don't know why. I don't know why I heard it as money. I think I just wanted to say that for. I mean, Roger Waters, the visuals were just absolutely stunning. And I love when an act uses the entire room. And that's, that's, that's what it was. Money, for some reason, I don't know if he's tired of singing it. It looked like there was like a... Not uh, money. 
It looked like not. He did not put money into money. The cigar. Uh, have a cigar. I'm saying. I know that. I'm telling you about the moment of the show. Money. <laughs> That's why I did it before. Let's roll together today, okay? Let's roll forward. Can we do that, please? Nah. So, <laughs> is there something you'd like to say? No, I thought you were making the mistake. I thought I'm not that... making the mistake. I said that wasn't money. The reason that I said it was money was because I had that point of view on the song Money. Okay. Can we move forward? No. I didn't think so. Staying right here. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. I will try again, although I feel as all of the wind is out of the sails. Oh, boy. I will try again and say that for all of the amazing visuals on that one, money, during the concert, not as we were going to commercial, that one, yes. <laughs> he, uh... I don't know. The visuals were just all of a sudden. The only way to put it is like, you know, when you watch those things on YouTube and it'll be, they're telling you some story about some company or something and they throw in all that stock footage. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, like the pig and money was like, if you're watching like a commercial is like uh, the door doctor or the tax doctor. It's like that rubbery thing. And it keeps, it's like a gif almost at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> yeah. Just keeps making that same move. That's what the pig was like in money. And, and, this is a huge song, and all of the other uh, visuals were just unbelievable. I couldn't quite figure out why. Just hey, this is one people are going to be showing to their friends because for a lot of people in the room, it might be the only song they recognize. Right, yes. my friend that I end up giving the tickets to, she sent me a Snapchat of the entire song "Money," and I thought the same thing. I was looking at, it, I'm like, this is was this uh, the whole this show? Because other friends <laughs> were there, and they had sent like amazing Instagram stories and, right. and uh, yeah. snaps to me from uh, from some of the other sets yeah. that, or the other songs that. There played. were only a couple of times in the show where there was another one at the very end. Um, he did. Uh, uh, two sons in the sunset, which is uh, about a nuclear. You know, your guy's driving down the street. He sees the sun in setting in his rearview mirror, and he sees a nuclear explosion go off in front of him. And the end of it was really kind of cool, but a lot of it was just kind of like this very basic animation. Really? And he goes, what, what, did you just run out of a budget at some point with everything else that you're doing here? <laughs> but anyway, so uh, also, I also feel stupid, Autumn, and maybe that's why I'm snapping so much. All weekend long, I had a great weekend, more social weekend than usual. I'm proud went of to, you. Went to dinner twice. It was my wife's birthday, big dinners, Roger Waters. Everything went swimmingly. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I tell you, from having to do so many things over the weekend. It's you, but but it 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 was a uh, it, it was a, a great time, and now I don't know why I went in that direction. But uh, you said you feel stupid about. I something? feel stupid because uh, I, when I was talking to was it George Stein about I should have said this is what will haunt me the entire weekend. Mm. I said that we're in uncharted. I wanted oh, to say he, yeah, I heard that. I wanted to say that we're in uncharted waters when it comes to the FBI and Mar-a-Lago and all that. And I said unchartered waters. Yeah, that is the Which, kind I of mean, thing. It's never been chartered. Yeah, no one's ever chartered through this. You water, do not know how something like that could just eat at my brain all weekend long. Luckily, I had a lot of distractions. Came in, made the money mistake. My co-host won't let me get out of it. I know you're trying to help. I, I no, get no, it. And I realized where I made my mistake. I thought that the concert you went to see was just the wall. Like I thought oh, it was no, no, just no. that album. No, 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 no. No, it's a, it's a, it's it's a, it's the full the full thing. It's, right. It's so the, I didn't. I thought you were saying that they played the song "Money" at the concert, oh, not that we were coming out of break for, with I have a see. cigar. But do, now I don't want to get too far into the weeds, but we're already there. 
then you would think that I'd lost my mind because I'd be having a memory of him singing a song that he didn't sing at the concert on Well, because Saturday I thought night. you were saying that in the concert was the song Money. That's what I'm saying. That's but what I'm, it what to me, I know, I that's what I'm saying. We're saying the, the same wall. thing. I know. But yeah. for you to believe that, you would think that I would have a false memory of Saturday night. Guys, guys, can you just hug it out, please? No, we're getting along. Oh, we're not fighting. Okay. We're just, we're just, no, we had, we, did, we had a phone call before the show. We said, let's tank the first half hour. <laughs> so we're actually, we're actually being very, very successful right now. Do we have time? Do we have yes. time to, uh, some of my bikes. Yes, so uh, somebody, this is, this is interesting. Here we go, Rhino Eric again. Ooh, I want to wait till all the facts come out till I get my opinion. Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> what? Okay. There are two things here. And I, I usually like to say not dumb, ignorant. Ignorant just means you're not aware of the facts. You, that can be changed. Dumb, if you're an adult, probably can't be changed. I'm not going to make a judgment here. You decide. <laughs> There's two things in there. One is Rhino. Which, if you don't know, Republican in name only. So what's necessary there? In order to be a rhino, fundamentally, to be a Republican in name only, you first have to be... A Republican. Yes! <laughs> so I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. Um, so that's the first thing. And then they go, well, you got a successful uh, talk show on, a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on the radio. So I assumed you were a Republican. Well... You're wrong. I can't be a rhino because you have to be a Republican to be a rhino. That should be the stupidest part of the of the message. Very short, brief message with a lot of stupidity in it. But the second part, play it again. Let's listen to the second part, especially close. Here we go. Rhino Eric again. Oh, I want to wait till all the facts come out till I get my opinion. Idiot. Is that where we are? Someone who says they want to see all of the facts <laughs> before they have an opinion is now an idiot. Please very quickly tell me that we have somebody, some listener who's really intelligent that wants to talk about the world. Look, I'm glad Wyoming people got shit and live, Cheney. She weren't no count for Wyoming. You might like her. She might be fine, but she weren't no count for Wyoming. Okay. All right. I'll let you decide. Yeah, we know we'll have more from this dude. <laughs> Get out of here, Tad. Now he's that guy from B90, whatever. What is this? Uh, They've got the big B costume that goes yeah, around. Yeah, he, well, he's taking off right now. He's usually, he's morning show host and uh, mascot, I believe. You got to wear a couple of hats in the radio these days. It's true. Not, uh, you don't have the expanded uh, promotions departments that you once had. So I appreciate him, but not enough to ruin my show. Thank you. Autumn and I could do that ourselves. We don't need yeah. help, right? Huh? No, I, I need the help. Well, I'm here to help you. Oh, okay. I was just trying to do I know. That. I know what you're doing, but I was papering <laughs> it over because I care about the audience, unlike you, Autumn Fisher. Not me. I care about the audience. Jump off a cliff, listeners. So oh. what you sent me... <laughs> you know what? That's going to be on the next billboard. Uh, <laughs> it's called Anti-Pitch, <laughs> and we're the best at it. Oh, uh, you don't like us? We don't like you. Yeah. Get off our lawn. All right, so uh, you sent me something about uh, the, uh, what are we calling 
the the kids who shut down the roads to do their burnouts. Well, Jerks. Do we have a name? Uh, well, yeah, well, that's kind of generic, don't you think? Yeah. Don't we have some kind of like name for that? Is it street racing? Are yeah, they street racers? That's what they're doing. They're really doing donuts more than anything. Yeah. They, they they cut off like street a, drifters. Street drifters. I like that. That's yeah. Better. It sounds like a homeless person. It does. Street drifters. It's we like got, a hobo, but they stay in town. Yeah. What are they doing? Hey, get, the, get the. I was going to say something, get me in trouble. I won't. Anyway, find somebody who's got a job that isn't that important or keep them busy and get them on that. We need a good kind of like slang term that is politically correct, of course. Thank you. Because it's not street racing. They, they, they shut down a thoroughfare and then they just do a bunch of donuts. And they donut take, makers. They, yeah, but that makes them sound like they work at Dunkin'. Which, by the way, get it through your head. It's Dunkin'. Dunkin' Donuts? No. 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 That, no. That, no. There has been a rebranding. Keep up. They're hip and cool. They're Dunkin'. <laughs> Dunkin'. I just call it Dunk. <laughs> well, see, you're hipper and cooler than they are, but they're, they're duh. that'll be the <laughs> duh. That, that'll be the next rebrand. Duh. Yeah, until you get to duh. <laughs> duh. You're going to duh. So, uh, what, where did they shut down? This is Saturday night going into yeah, Saturday. This was uh, into Sunday morning, right before the eighty-five seventy-five split under Seventeenth Street. Oh well, it's not. That's not very well traveled. So. <laughs> yeah, not important. Yeah, not really important. <laughs> so the the choke point of the city. I heard a nice. I saw a video of this. So basically, what they, I don't know, were they successful? I guess they saw some yeah. skid marks. So yeah, they, shut, they down. shut it down. And I saw some video of it. This must have been about the point that the cops showed up. She's got all these kids running around shutting this thoroughfare down. I swear I saw one of them was wearing a mask. Well, you're a real teenage rebel. You're out shutting down the thoroughfare. <laughs> but you know what? You are being responsible because, you know, what about grandma when you get home? As you're trying to inconvenience the city. Well, they follow the science, but also are yes. you know, very, uh, they're rebels that follow the science. Even as hooligans. <laughs> they follow the science. They know science is real. <laughs> By the way, I got a new thing, that, that, that sign in the front yards, everybody in your neighborhood. Oh, in this so house, many of them. We believe science is real, and we believe that, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. I'm going to get one made up for uh, myself. I'm going to put it in my front lawn, because I think it, it's sort of encapsulates the the entire message it's just going to say that uh in this house we have no sense of humor <laughs> things are just too serious for that <laughs> so uh i was trying to figure this out uh, like what is going on here okay young people especially males and the girls that they attract <laughs> that's usually how it works young men and the girls they attract are always stupid that's just part of living, right? You wouldn't, it wouldn't be fun if you couldn't look back from your 50s and go, wow, I was an idiot. I mean, that's part of life. <laughs> but, and so there's always been like hooliganism, you sure. know, uh, turn the stop sign upside down, you know, whatever. And this is, in a weird way, a little bit, it's kind of the extension of that. So I'm trying to figure out like what, so what is the point here? What's the objective? And I, you tell me if I'm wrong here. Because you're just going to shut it down. It's not just for the fun of doing donuts, because you can do them anywhere. You could do them in a parking lot. You could. So the idea, in my mind, is trying to get into this Gen Z brain, which is very difficult, made of wood. <laughs> you have to be careful trying to get in there. So the idea, I'm thinking, is this is all based on creating a viral video, right? You shut down the street. You do the donuts. You, vi you get your smartphone out, and then you send that video out. And so the whole thing is about trying to create a video 
that goes viral. Yeah, and you get the yeah. pretty, where they did it there underneath 17th Street. Yeah, you know, it's you a get, big deal. Like, you get cred. You, you get to see, like, the Atlanta skyline in the background. Yeah. It's like, look at us. We're right, right in the heart of it. So, like, I, I would, and, and I would say that was a big get, you know, right there. And I'm sure that the video went viral. What I want to say to to our hooligans, you know, before the next one, I hope you stop and smell the roses. Let's have a little bit of champagne and applaud one another. I mean, this is, I mean, you did something? <laughs> you achieved something? <laughs> you wanted it to go viral? I'm sure it did, right? Mm-hmm. So so uh, while everyone else is going to get down with these kids, I'm going to say, hey, look, they had a dream, they had a plan, they executed, and it was successful. What more do we want from our kids? Isn't this what we want? They had a plan. Yeah, these kids are out doing <laughs> Yeah, they're doing they got it. They got together. They said, you know what? We want to make a viral video. And, uh, and, and they live in a world where, uh, for some strange, bizarre reason, that is considered success. It's not their fault that by the time they turned between 18 and 21, the standards of success had been lowered to that level. You shoot for what you know, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, since the APD apparently is not ever going to end this, this is, this is just another thing. It's just another thing that's like, you know what? Just get used to it. It probably won't happen to you. It's certainly not going to happen to you when you're on the roads most of the time. But uh, we have no plan that actually gets to a point where this hardly ever, ever, ever happens. It's part of the new normal. Come on. Put on your mask. <laughs> and enjoy the fact that the kids at least are doing something. I mean, how could we have all these job openings that aren't being filled if these kids weren't doing this? Well, they, so they let's applaud our put it on your resume. We got I together. Stopped the interstate. Yes, and I hope I hope they're not just on to their next one. Please, kids, take some time. Order a little champagne and pat yourselves on the back. You've got to stop and smell the roses. Otherwise, what's it all for? Success upon success upon success. Yeah, others You're could... hired on the spot. That's right. You did that? Oh, I saw that. Wow. They might be uh, auditioning for or applying for social media jobs out there, you know? They'll be... Uh, I went viral. Uh, my street racing video went viral. You know, I might be an asset to your company. I thought you were going to say uh, applying for uh, government subsidies. <laughs> That may be That's in the future. <laughs> I'm no Nostradamus, but I have a crystal ball that says many in this successful viral video in their mid-50s will be eating only because the government is subsidizing their wallets. But How hey, old let's... are these people, you think? Hmm? How old are they, do you I, think? I they're mean, not in I'm, their 20s. They're young. They're young. Yeah, they're in their 20s. Yeah. Some of them I think are they're in their teens? 20s. The they're, crazy thing that I'm seeing... I think it's between uh, probably 16 and 25, mostly. I've showed you guys a couple of videos before that have happened in Midtown in particular, where it seems to me that there's people, almost like scouts, that are going out there to see if there's an opportunity to have like a street racing event or have right. to do donuts in the middle well, of the intersection. Have, you got to have uh, recon. You kidding I, me? And what happens is you'll have like a driver in the car, someone in the passenger seat, and then a filmer in the back seat. And what happens yeah. is they, they're like, okay, we have an opportunity to shut down this intersection here. The guy in the back seat or girl hops out, in the, hops out of the back seat, films the whole thing while they're doing yeah. donuts, and they do donuts yeah. as long as they can until police show up or until people get so and, pissed and, and, off. And don't think that's for nothing. Her reward is to be used and abused by all the males in the car. <laughs> So it's not as if it's not as if there isn't a reward there. 
So everybody, it seems to me like everybody's succeeding. We get a show. You get a successful viral video. It's 2022. I don't know as an 18-year-old that you can have more success and feel better about yourself than knowing that what you did, legal or not, who cares about that, went viral. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm just rolling into it, you know? If this is, is this, if this is where we're going to go, I'm just going to enjoy the ride. I'm 58. I'll leg it out somehow. Maybe we do for a radio stunt. We get we shut down the interstate and do a Von Hessler doctrine. You know how over. you can stop it in a second? How? Uh, if they're drifting, uh, accuse them of cultural appropriation. Because didn't that start with uh, Japan? Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Do you wanna, now, the law ain't going to shut it down. But amongst themselves with their weird, screwy morals... <laughs> the Gen Z. Like, oh, drifting? That started in Japan. That's cultural appropriation. I could end this overnight. <laughs> Use the logic against those who are using the logic against you. And Can't then, they just go back to like toilet papering their friend's house or something? Yeah, everything has to be ratcheted up. You know, you find this yeah. out and once we got uh, pornography online, we found that out. Used to be you have to go down. Used to they put these porn stores in the middle of the biggest main street in a small town. There's always a chance that you're going to be seen walking in or walking out. You know, so you had to like do it. You had to be, you know, like, oh, I'm going to dart in. I'll get what I want. I'll dart out. Hopefully, nobody be driving down the street. Put a limit on the you know how often you were exposed to new pornography, and uh, and then it was kind of like the same thrill again. Like, but once we got it on the internet, we realized, oh, this. Everything gets a little boring after a week or two, and you keep ratcheting it up, ratcheting it up. Before you know it, you know, if there aren't yeah. hydraulics involved, you're not interested. So it's the same thing. Yeah. You can't TP homes forever. It's got to yeah. keep ratcheting up, ratcheting up. Well, I'd say the adults and the parents in the state of Georgia are setting such a great example. Look, I'm glad Wyoming people got shit and Liz Cheney. She weren't no count for Wyoming. You might like her. She might be fine, but she weren't no count from Wyoming. She weren't no count from Wyoming. <laughs> She's a count from Transylvania. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for your thank you for your mentorship of the youth of Georgia. What was that? Was that, was that a word at the end? Or a movement. <laughs> she weren't no count from Georgia. <laughs> She weren't no count. Oh, I think that's pretty obvious that she weren't no count. Uh, and also, what else that happened locally? Marcella Zuna oh, after yeah. the big DUI. Uh, I, I don't know if we have time to do both. We do have audio of when he was pulled over, right? Yes. Immediately tries to pull the Braves card. How you doing, man? Bajo, bajo hey. Huh? Sorry, sorry. You're good. I'm Officer Pool. Down North Cross Police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how privileged this dude is. I'm officer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me get to the part where I tell you I'm a brave so you can let me go. Oh, yeah. How you doing, man? Bajo, bajo hey. Huh? Sorry, sorry. You're good. I'm officer Pool down North Cross Police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out soon from the brave. Sorry, my dog. That's all right. Hey, the reason I'm stopping you, you're speeding on this road, boss. Really? Yeah, yeah, you're going oh, pretty really? fast. I'm Ozuna you know from the Braves. You know what the speed limit is? <laughs> <laughs> Ozuna from the Braves? 45. Uh, 45, man, yeah. You also failed to maintain your lane when I passed you. That's how much I make. 45 yeah, million. I'm Ozuna from the Braves. I appreciate it. Hey. Whose uh, vehicle is this? I'm Ozuna. All right, that's it. That's it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Ozuna from the Braves. And we get back very briefly. Uh, he was booed. He may be Ozuna from the Braves, but he got booed by fans Good. of the Braves.
Well, I believe we have an update. We've been told what it's called. Yeah. Uh, what the kids call the street shutdowns. We're trying to come up with a good groovy name. Chris on our Von Hessler Doctrine Facebook page says that they call it street takeovers. Oh, I like that because that really sounds like an achievement. I'm sure <laughs> that if uh, we get together and they think, I'm, I'm thinking about the meetings that lead up to the uh, street takeover, and somebody, they're kind of hanging out, and uh, somebody says, hey, you know what? And here we are in our late teens, early 20s. And since none of us has ever read a book, maybe we ought to try to do something just to make it seem like we weren't a complete waste of space while we were on the planet. Then somebody else probably shyly said, well, maybe we should read a book. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Sell out. We're never going to read a book. I told you that when I was 16. If I live to be 90, I'm never going to read a book. You want to know why? Reading is patriarchal. And uh, I don't follow that kind of, oh, they've led us to believe that reading books is the way to achieve success. Well, I've got a new idea. We take over the street. You mean we'll own it forever? No, it's only going to last about 20 minutes. But here's the good news. We'll be able to make viral videos and we'll have a level of fame that to our little teeny, teeny, teeny brains will seem quite awesome. What do you say? You want to yeah. go with reading a book or yeah, street tape? All, right, all right, let's hear it for uh, let's hear it for all votes for for uh, reading books. Uh, okay, well, how about uh, street takeover? How's that? Yeah! Yeah! We're doing something. I'm special. Donuts for everybody. I'm special. Hour two of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. From the This Just In desk, Jared Yamamoto. This Just In. Give me the news. The mask requirement here at the office is gone. Fulton. Oh, Fulton County went down yes. to medium. Hey, I've got an idea. By the way, you used the distress signal there. I don't know if that's... It's, we're getting out of our distress. <laughs> yes. Anti-distress. Hey, also, world. we need someone named Justin to present that information. Just in time? Yeah. Uh, I think that was used for one of the insurance companies. You hack. Oh. Come up with an original idea, Autumn Fisher. <sighs> yeah, I never thought you'd know. I've got an original idea for the world. How about we just stop wearing masks? How about if we uh, just take a moment and think to ourselves, is it possible to completely and totally eradicate COVID? Uh, the answer is no. Think we're going to have to live with it? And have some common sense ways of living with it. And uh, no, sorry, sit down. Uh, masking for the next five years doesn't fall into the category of common sense ways of dealing with it. Uh, hey, I got an idea. If you're sick, call in sick. Let's do this. Greg's choice. Yeah, that's fine. I can't speak until the explosion. I mean, I can, but I mean, I got a feeling this. Right now. Oh. Oh. And poof, there he is, all the way from New York City. Mr. Greg Russ, once a huge Braves fan, no longer. Not after this weekend. Not oh. after that loss yesterday. And how about Ozuna, who uh, got a DUI on, what was that, like Wednesday or Thursday? Going in, and, uh, it was during the Mets series. And he, and he uh, was playing. And then he was playing, and the Braves fans... Booed him. You had that? Marcelo Zuna, the hitter. 
Two outs. And Robbie Grossman's coming up. Now, uh, my question to you, Jared, is what do you think would have happened had he hit a home run? Oh, I, I think I can nail it right now. Yeah. Boo! Clapping while you boo. That kind of thing. <laughs> the general feeling. It's tough because that guy's obviously in a, a, a place in his life where things aren't going well. But then you think of the charge from last year, the abuse charge, and I can't feel the empathy yeah. I would otherwise. Well, there was also a domestic when he was with the Marlins before he got here. Yeah. So, so I mean, that adds a lot to it. If it was just things were falling apart, but no other people were hurt in the process other than him, then I could feel for him. But um, well, did with you last hear, year's accusations, I'm, I'm just the very beginning here. Did you hear the, uh, the, the audio from the stop? Didn't take two seconds before he tries to pull the I'm on the Braves card. Yeah. How you doing, man? Bajo, bajo hey. Huh? Sorry, sorry. Oh, you're good. I'm officer pulled down North Cross Police. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm on Zuna from the Braves. Okay. I love the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm officer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me get to the part that's important here. I'm a privileged member of society. I'm allowed to F up more than, I don't know, say your average accountant. I'm Ozuna from the Braves. That says to me that it's probably happened before, too. The fact, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've been through this drill before. Your name doesn't matter. Mine does. I'm Ozuna from the Braves. What's he saying in the very beginning? Well, he is drunk. You have to remember that. How you doing, man? Bajo, bajo hey. Huh? Sorry, sorry. Oh, you good? I'm also he may be speaking. Is he, he speaks Spanish. Yes. First language. It doesn't sound like Spanish. It doesn't sound like Spanish. Know? It sounds like drunkish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he apparently does have an ID. I guess the players have an ID that proves they actually are with the team. Yeah. Yeah, but that's Strange. not a get out of it. That's not a. That's I'm not, not a saying it is. Drink I'm and drive saying, for free pass. <laughs> when you watch, not, I didn't make that claim. I just thought it was interesting that that thing exists that you could whip it out of your wallet and say, "Hey, look, see." Not well, lying. I mean, that might happen because there could be somebody. Maybe it's a day that you're not in uniform and you're around the stadium or something. And there might be some idiot at gate seven. Well, doesn't when, know who you are. In this DUI footage from Norcross Police, you. See see him he actually pulls out the Braves card and it's on top of his actual ID which weirdly enough he still has a Florida ID I figured he would have moved to Georgia by now well I think he kind of realized maybe this wasn't going to stick <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's like, it's you work know, to get your IDs cha- you know your driver's license I like, changed and yeah, all that. put the Braves on top of it here's the more yeah. important ID yeah, right so exactly. that, that I'm, I'm, I'm a get out of jail for free kind of guy yeah. did you know that are you not I'm a Braves I'm gonna put my WSB ID. Yeah, your badge. My, <laughs> I would love for. The, I would love for the. Yeah, can you imagine if I would be like, I'm Eric Von Hassler yeah. from WSB. They drag me out of that car and <laughs> throw me to the ground. He's got a gun. <laughs> it, it, it certainly could. <laughs> it certainly could go the other way because some cops may want to have the big bust. Yeah. So you you put yourself out there and yeah. you know who I am. Oh, I do, and that's why I'm arresting you. I'm going to make sure that everyone knows everyone I'm the one knows. who arrested you. I'm uncompromisable. Mm. I'm a straight shooting cop. Oh no, I got the. It's like the truth is they're almost all really honest people, but you know, like, oh no, I got the honest cop. I that now one time I'm screwed. I, that one time I went to jail. I tried that. I said, do you know who I'm going to be? I wasn't quite decorated. Yeah, well, I was... But I, I said, do you know who I'm going to be? I will one day make three appearances a week on the Von Hessler Doctrine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this. The who? <laughs> All right. Which you, we, it's uh, Greg's choice. This is where uh, Greg uh, looks at things in the world, stories. What, what is it that Greg wants to talk about on this Monday morning. I think uh, my producer told me it's going to be a great week. I don't know how he tell. I don't know how he knows. He, he just, just says gotta, that about everything. That's true. Jared, I got a good feeling about this wonderful. week. I do. I, I I feel it in my bones. Right nobody now. nobody ever holds you accountable. You know, if there's some kind of big terrorist attack or something. <laughs> hey, he said that it's going to be a great week. What a well, jerk. Let's, let's hope not. <laughs>
I oh, go I through these. <laughs> I go through these stories, and it's tough because there's things I'm interested in, but I have to think about the audience. Are they also mm-hmm. interested in it? And there's an article here. NASA is revealing where it wants to next land Americans on the moon, but do people still care about that? I, looking at the South Pole, by the way, in some shadowy, frozen regions. In case I you're think curious. now on the South Pole, the moon will we will we be able to stick there, or will we fall off the moon? You'll fall. What? <laughs> You'll be you able might to stick fall, yeah. If you're at the bottom Makes of the sense. moon, will you actually, I don't, I don't want our land well, to fall Gravity pulls off. you down. It seems to me you're going to fall oh. off. You're going to fall right back to Earth. You also have to be careful. You know, on the moon, the gravity's weaker. So if you jump, you can fly right off of yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, better them than me. I'm glad I'm not doing this. I don't want to fall off the moon. Don't jump so high on the moon. Yeah, well, listen, they need to know. And also, don't run with scissors. It applies on any planet, apparently. So apparently, <laughs> I did, once talking about uh, who I was going to be when I was Decker, I had a promotion I did once, and that was one of the games I played for a prize. Run with scissors. I gave scissors to two people <laughs> it was and told them to run with the scissors. <laughs> and and uh, you say you didn't keep that gig for all that long. Was that the... Nobody got hurt. Yeah, nobody got hurt. Listen, and, and no I'm, sure, I'm sure it was in bars and uh, you people were drinking at the same time. Yeah, so. no big deal. Usually you get looser because you lose your inhibitions or bations. Inhibitions. I'm losing my inhibitions. Oh, my stars. <laughs> so they're saying 2025 could be the earliest we get back. I know that's pretty close. Can I tell oh, you? We don't even have a vehicle that can get us there. This is the, the Artemis. This is the, well, I, I'm about to tell you what the point is. This is why I'm interested in this. And yes, I think that Artemis. people... People are not. Isn't that the name of that character on It's Always Sunny? Yeah. Her name is Artemis. <laughs> is right? it Artemis? I think so. <laughs> I know. It's something close to that. It's uh, the actress. Yeah. The one who yeah. was uh, in the toilet waiting for uh, Danny DeVito to jump into the toilet. Uh, <laughs> so I'm all for it. She seems to have a lot of power. She could get us to the moon. Uh, I, I really. People need to start looking at what's going on with. All of these, you know, Russia has now they're out of the space station. They're going to have their own space thing. Uh, India, I think, is uh, got a space program now. China is heavy duty into this. And it's obvious to me this is stage one of the militarization of space. This is where this is going. And it's a lot closer. Because when you ask yourself, well, why are we going back to the moon? Like, when was the last time we were there? 74 or something? Has it changed? Is there a new sunglass hut up there that was, we want to be able to shop, get some good deals? Like, no, the, the, it was seventy-two you, was the last time we. There's were there. going to be a lot of covering of militarization from a lot of countries, including ours, and this is the oldest trick in the world. Oh, we're doing it for science and we're doing it for research. Yeah, well, how come we don't all do it together? Well, you know, maybe we'll find something on the moon the Russians don't. This is a very dangerous area we're going into, and I think it's very difficult. That, that thing that you say all the time, it's kind of like, uh, you know, like, oh, well, you're saying it's the frog thing in the water, like the slowly turn the water up, the frog doesn't jump out. Mm-hmm. If it's boiling, the frog will jump right out. It's that kind of thing. We're in stage one. It's clear to me. And also there's some connection with what's going on at the, uh, in the Arctic. And a lot of, a lot of, that's another one that's being covered by science. Because there's so much to find out in the Arctic. Everything's frozen. I mean, I'm not saying there isn't science to find out in the Arctic. There is. But all of a sudden, technology has allowed a lot more countries to be scientific in what... So, it's a warning. I'll probably be dead when it comes to fruition, so you won't be able to thank me. So you should probably do that now. But I'm telling you, keep an eye on it. All of these stories... 
We're in stage one of the militarization of space. I want to salute the folks at NASCAR. At a race yesterday at Watkins Glen, which actually I didn't see because it was starting so late. So I'm going to watch it this afternoon. So don't tell me who won. Uh, people from uh, drivers from seven different nations were represented. And unlike the douchebags at Wimbledon and these other places, one of the drivers was Russian. And they didn't say, no, no, you can't race here. Because we recognize something. Uh, you probably, as a race car driver from Russia, have absolutely no say over the foreign policy of your country. Where, of course, we know that Putin consults the tennis players. <laughs> Certainly he wouldn't have gone in without the thumbs up from the Russian tennis players. So I salute NASCAR for not being douchey like these other sporting outfits. Greg Russ, it's yes. still your stage. It's still your spotlight. It's still Greg's choice. It is still my choice. My buzzer's going off. I don't know if you can hear that. What beep. buzzer? Is that in your body somewhere, or is that on your yeah, house? someone's downstairs. They're downstairs. Somebody's trying, trying to, to get in. Package. Yes. Oh, oh I hear it now. Oh, there it is. There. It is. Oh, there's another one. You got a lot of packages coming. What do you have? Yes, uh, similar. What is it? Uh, is it the Eagles' greatest hits or something? Did you order it off television? What's uh? What's yeah, co- something what's, like that. What's, what's coming? Tell me what it is. Is it? Uh, is it naughty? Shoes. They're not my shoes. Uh, I should probably answer that, but I'm out in the air, so I can't. And Christina's decided to go to the office today. How dare she? So, Well, she shoes. made that mistake. I guess she's not going to get those shoes for a little she's while. She's not going to get those shoes, I guess. If she's going to be such a good worker, maybe she should have them delivered to the office. <laughs> you, on the other hand, are a slacker. I am. Yeah. I'm on the show for hours a day. That's right. Quite you're often. To, you're supposed to be in charge of other people. You're a boss, for heaven's sake. Man, sakes. we're really busting Greg right now, because now yes. his girlfriend's going to be pissed when she hears this. Will she? And she, knows I think, that he, he ignored the door. He didn't ignore the door. She's been waiting door. for the shoes, and it's been a weird uh, All right, process. go get the shoes. Go get the shoes. Yeah, go get no, they're gone and now. The person's gone. Listen. Oh, no. It's now what's going to happen is they're going to leave them, and then somebody's going to steal the shoes. Oh, yeah. Off your stoop. Well, either they leave them or they try to deliver again. I, I, I don't know who's... One of the two. Fat After all, hey, listen, does she have shoes to wear? She's fine. She doesn't need them. Just shoes. go barefoot. They're, all, they're not the greatest shoes. They're not as bad as I think, and they're not as good as she thinks. She'll be all right. You have more stuff to... Besides choosing to piss off your live-in girlfriend, do you have anything else in Greg's choice? I, I want to explore a question that many people have asked and pondered over the years. Is it okay to get high with your pet in the room? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the other question that I answered long ago is it okay to have sex with your pet in the room? Is Ugh. to me the answer is no. I I couldn't. I, yeah. it, whether or not it's okay, knowing that the animal is sitting there yeah. and a dog probably staring, a cat yeah. probably cares less. Also, judging care less, but I think there's judging going on, and then there's talking later with other animals. And I don't want that. I don't want a reputation. Well, the like same that. way we laugh at them. You go to the zoo and you watch yeah. lions have sex and you yeah. point and yeah, giggle. Yeah, right. We, that's what they're doing. You know, the dogs get together with another dog, and everybody's like, hey, he didn't laugh se- seven yeah. minutes. Look at that beast. <laughs> Look at that gross beast. They do seven it. minutes. Hey, get this. Get this. Despite those, yes. I was say the dog's like, get this. As uh. soon as they were done, they became unattached immediately. Can you want what, what a bunch of idiots. They don't even know how to do it right. Anyway, what are you going to say? With the seven minutes, I know that you know, the, the station's advertisements make you think that people want 90 minutes, and that's a goal to strive towards. Or but more. seven minutes is apparently above average, too. Seven is above average. Wow. Yeah. I, I, mean, I think not, the actual. Not all told, right? It's just beginning of a specific act to the end of that act. Yes. Uh, what, what, well, some uh, people don't do the Richard other Pryor stuff surrounding. Called, what Richard Pryor called serious, you know what? 
Ah, yeah. and Richard Pryor's point was no man's got more than three minutes of serious. You know what? That's true. <laughs> no woman the wants rest, more than three the, minutes of that. The rest honestly. is all window dressing. So uh, before we get thrown off the air, so back, back for to losing the, the license. Yes. Is it okay to get high? No, with your it's pet not okay in the room. No, in the room, you not to get the pet high, right? Well, it could, I don't know what it takes. If it's for a, a small room, it's going to hot. The pet is definitely you're hot boxing the the, the boxer. Pet. Yeah, don't hot box the boxer. What's been discovered is it's harder than you think. You should still be careful, but if if you're not purposefully doing it and the pet's just sitting in the room with you and you're smoking, they're probably okay. It's the edibles these days. Yeah, that, they, that get, get, the they pets get in nose. trouble. And with dogs, don't they just give them massive diarrhea? I would think isn't candy any kind of candy is not good for a dog, it seems like. Especially if yeah, you have chocolate edibles. It's pretty insane. Oh, this yeah, animal can eat raw meat, but it can't eat chocolate. Well, is it true? See, I don't even know how much, because I don't hear about, there's so much chocolate in the world, and there are so many dogs in the world. I think I would hear more about dogs dying. Like, does they it just make them some, sick? It's just not encouraged. They can eat some chocolate. No, the Von Hester doctor is saying, do not give your animals chocolate. Yeah, don't I'm, give any chocolate. Don't, don't give even, any yeah, chocolate no. whatsoever. I'm just trying to get to, is it a massive amount that actually, like, you don't hear about it all that often. But then again, dog deaths rarely make the news. We have, we have so many human deaths that fill up with the news that we can't really get to that. All right, so it looks like uh, 40 to 50 milligrams is where seizures Why occur. is that? What is it about the dog's uh, There's makeup? something called theobromine that's in the chocolate that uh, causes seizures and uh, cardiac whatever. Wow. It's a caffeine-like molecule that increases blood flow to the brain, and it's hard for dogs to process and so it can turn you, basically to poison. The you dog. guys are great with the research. Oh, that's just off the top We're of my team. head. I just We're a team. Who's, who's the head researcher? I am. Autumn came in Me. first. Uh, She's the assistant. She, oh, misogynist. Because I'm a woman? Secretary. Are, are you leaving us to go get shoes, or you can stick around? I'll stick around. I'll go right. downstairs, see if they drop them off. Stick around. All right, Greg Rutt's still with us. Hey, Greg, by the way, has Roger Waters come to the city yet, New York City? Not that I know of, but I haven't been. You really the store. should go if you would really want to see that. You should go if, they, if he comes. He's probably already been there, but if he hasn't been there, I know. And I say this because I know you like audio visual. I know you like. I'm not talking about the politics of it. Although he hates rich people, and you hate rich people, <laughs> even though he's a rich person. Well, you're not so poor yourself anymore. No, that, there's no. There's no comparison. <laughs> well, there's no comparison. You don't have the catalog. I, you have to admit, you don't have a dark side of the moon under your belt. No, I'm middle class. There's no rich happening here. Upper middle class. Uh, upper middle class. Greg, you, Greg, you've got yeah. eight days. He, he'll be at Madison Square Garden for two dates, August 30th and August 31st. Go see I it. see that. And tickets, apparently, uh, only $61, you know what? You know what? His ticket prices for what you get are pretty, you know, when you add inflation. I paid 110 a ticket and got decent seats. But the way that the uh, it's in the round and the way that it's set up, I don't know how Madison Square Garden if there's a lot of poles or anything. But there are, it doesn't seem to me that there's a lot of bad seats in the way that the uh, the setup is. But you should go see it. I think I think that just from the audio visual point, uh, it's pretty tremendous. And uh, there's a few there's a lot of things I agree with, a lot of things I didn't agree with, and that's cool. That's all, that's all right. But you still uh, enjoyed it because that can turn you off. That can ruin the show did, for you. It didn't. I knew what I was getting into. First of all, I've seen Roger Waters. The first time I saw him was in '84, I think. Um, so I know what he's about. And no, I went in thinking, you know what? He's gonna make his he's gonna make his argument. 
And I'm going to sit here, and I know that there's some things. That, but again, and I don't mind repeating myself on this because this will go out of the cycle and won't, we won't be talking about it anymore. The basic premise of his – the basic message is putting a spotlight on these nameless, faceless thousands of people every year on this planet who are slaughtered simply because they get in the way of something powerful. Someone powerful, an institution that's powerful, some Machiavellian leader, whether they're socialist, communist, capitalist, whatever. And that I like. Now, once he does paint with a broad brush, and when you paint with a broad brush, um, then I can start picking holes in, in your argument. But that's fine. I'm all for the fact that somebody is out there Entertaining people, the show is highly entertaining, but getting this message across. Now, I think maybe at some point it kind of he kind of overdoes it, and maybe for fifteen or twenty minutes could go in a little bit of a different direction. So that when he came back, it, after a while, the imagery is like, okay, I know, and it, it gets a little numbing. I think, but uh, no one else is out there. I think with this message, so I think that uh, I think you'll enjoy it, and it makes me it kind of it's an easy pivot to. To this thing, which I think sometimes with this show, I just tell people, keep an eye on this. Because war, you have to remember this, when war breaks out, every side is engaged in propaganda. Your side, their side, any third party, it's just the way that it is. It's just the way that it is, the way it's always been. In every war of all time, there's always propaganda going on. That's why it's dangerous when you cut off one side's propaganda and only allowed another side's propaganda where if, I, if we heard more from the Russian propaganda, it's not like I would go, oh, I believe everything I'm being told. I would just think, okay, I can, I can balance this propaganda against the other propaganda and maybe somewhere with my life experience glean out a little bit of truth. But the, the truth is, within the fog of war, it's very difficult. You just go, that's why patriotism and things like that are so important. You're just kind of going with your gut. You know who you want to win, and you just decide to believe one side and not believe the other side. But there's an interesting wrinkle in what's coming up now. You know, Zelensky is making a big deal about the fact, and Putin is too. Again, both sides are playing a game. It's a dangerous game. It's a cruel game. But it is a game, meaning there are ways to play it. So Zelensky now is being very, very firm about the fact that if Putin puts the Putin is threatening to take the remember that uh, steel mill or whatever it was in Mariupol yeah. that uh, it took so long like the fighters that were in there were fighting so hard like for a month or so they had a siege on this steel mill or whatever it was and these fighters in there uh, it took forever and finally got them out but when they got them out they basically you know they took them as prisoners of war and Putin is threatening to put them on trial and Zelensky came out and said um, th- if this happens, that's it. Every every avenue of negotiations will be closed. De- will be closed down. I think, th- and I'm not going to go too far on this because I ain't going to be one of them people. Oh yeah, whatever. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say to you, like right now, uh, just as an experiment. So, Greg, go on Wikipedia and look up Azov Regiment. Now, <laughs> I think Wikipedia is rather uh, politically correct usually. To their detriment sometimes. Uh, so the, the fighters that were in this steel mill, or whatever it was, uh, are this Azov battalion, regiment, whatever. And uh, what Zelensky does not want, he doesn't want anybody, first of all, 
if you find out about these people deeper, it doesn't look good for their propaganda. It's the second paragraph. I, I see what yeah. you're. Yeah, uh, you know, more than that. Take a look at take a look at their patch. Tell me if that reminds you. <laughs> does that remind you of any kind of iconography? I, don't say what it is. Don't want to be one of those shows. Just answer me this question: That patch. Does that remind you of any iconography from history? Yes. Just yes or no. Yes. Okay. That's all. That's all. Now, that doesn't mean that Putin isn't playing a game. I'm not an idiot. But there are reasons that Zelensky does not want anything coming out. And I will tell you this, and this is speculation, because it's the fog of war. You can't know. But I think this guy, Zelensky, might be between a rock and a hard place. Because I think the people that put that patch on are the best fighters that he has. And I think that he knows if he shows weakness, and weakness means any form of negotiation, it might not be Putin he has to worry about the most. That's pure speculation. Pure speculation. Sometimes to try to win a war, politics makes strange bedfellows. And these are, I believe, someone can correct me if they want to, the fiercest, toughest, best fighters he's got. There's not a lot of them, though. I will say that the regiment size was estimated to be 900 to 2,500. Yeah, well, that's also the whole entire region gives birth to this regiment. <laughs> I'm not going to get too deep into this as to how far this sentiment runs. Because like I said, I'm not going to be... The way, that, the way that people accept and receive news about this war is not something that I can change or affect. And I don't care what people think or if they think like... Whatever. I'm just saying, if someone wants to prove me wrong that every government that's ever been at war in history engages in propaganda. Let's start there. If you can prove me wrong on that, then we can start having the conversation. But I, it's funny. I've been watching uh, a lot of stuff about uh, World War I and how it happened. Because I'd always known kind of, kind of a general, vague idea that a lot of people thought it wasn't necessary. There's a lot of flexing on other countries. It was nothing but flexing. Literally... Literally, from the old-fashioned way of saying literally, literally, one apology from one nation to another could have kept all of it from happening. And a lot of politicians on all sides maybe kind of wanted to walk down that road, and the generals on all sides were not going to allow that. And a lot of these places, they had more power. And what's funny to me, you watch these things, is World War I, you've got footage, you've got film footage, black and white footage. Just all these generals on every side with their funny hats. That these people, it's just really funny when you put a uniform on. You know, you take a shower, you don't have that uniform on, you look just like everybody else. A little better, a little worse. But you put a uniform on, it's a weird human thing. And the, all these generals, these different sides, go look at it on World War I. To me, it's absurd. But they've all got like these feathers and stuff coming out of their helmets, and they're and it's like, and people are following these people. Anybody who would put a hat like that on, no one should follow. If you think about like a tribal society, exactly. Yeah, the chief. Yeah. you know, you know that one person is more important yeah. because of he's some got sort the of feathers. The There's that video yeah. of the um, 
there's a gate on the border between Pakistan and India yes. where there's peacocking, marching oh, around, yeah. trying to one-up each other with goof, goofy moves and steps. Yeah, yeah. And the, th- the truth is, there are people and academics who try to convince you that you should appreciate that. No, it's as goofy as you think it is the first second you lay eyes on it. Also but, in World War One, I, I mean, that was the first one of the first wars, if not the first war, going from a conventional battlefield style fighting where, you know, the groups would come together, the sides would come together on a battlefield to that trench warfare. So these yeah. generals didn't even know what they were getting into. So the yeah. egos at that point, they literally embedded themselves, trenched themselves into to the fighting because yeah, there's no well, movement. So many people died. They blew a whistle. It's like your turn. Go die. Go, go die. Yeah. And well, just the idea that now on one hand, people are patriotic all over the world and they're going to, when you're fighting for your country, you're kind of fighting for your culture, your way of life, all, you know, your history, all of that stuff. And there's going to be leaders, but there needs to be a level of responsibility from the point of view of the leaders, the, the military leaders that, you know, my first responsibility is to try to keep as many of my people alive as possible. But in reality, especially in this World War I situation, where what happened ultimately was three or four different sides just kept coming up with reasons to build up their military, and the more the other side would build up their military, like, hey, what are they doing that for? We better match. Hey, we need it. Hey, and then the third guy, hey, hey what's going on? Gonna, you know, and all this paranoia. Well, obviously, they're building up their military. Well, then the alliances, too. It's like, yeah. if you touch that guy, then I'm jumping right. in. Exactly. Exactly. Literally, if one apology for the assassination. Never. <laughs> no, they, they, there were politicians who wanted to make the apology. And then the guys with the funny hats with the feathers walk in. Oh, this will not do. We have to go slaughter a bunch of people. And yes, many of ours will be slaughtered as well. But this is about honor. Really? Is that honorable for you? Not to figure ask, out a way to you... give an apology and just get the hell out of this thing and save a bunch of lives? I think that's pretty honorable. I, I saved a lot. <laughs> Go ahead. What yeah. do you get out of it ultimately? <laughs> Is they it the can't... honor? What do you get? You get another feather in your helmet. That's what you get. <laughs> that's what you get. That's what it's all about. I'm watching these guys in World War One. these guys with the stupid helmets and the feathers and everything. I'm thinking, they've got no connection to the farmer that they're going to toss a rifle to and tell. They've got no connection whatsoever. It has nothing to do with the normal person who's trying to live their life. It's they were all more about than. Yeah. Well, they were more than willing to kill their own people. So if you're in the trench and it's your turn to go yeah. out on the front line and you don't go, then you're killed by yeah, your yeah, own exactly. side. Yeah, exactly. If you have like common sense, like, hey, you know what? I don't think you drew this up right. I'm supposed to have a shot. <laughs> like, we're at war, so we understand going in that uh, we might die. But I thought that you were supposed to draw up a plan to where I have at least half a chance to kill the other guy and not get killed. So if I make it across this trench, what am I? Do, what do I do next? Don't worry about Die. that. Just get over there. Die. <laughs> okay, time to go. Hey, when you hear the whistle, remember that your life means nothing. You belong to the state now. Blow the whistle. Go die. What? What? Hey, did you see the feathers on my helmet? Go die. A rowdy group of misfits that love to have fun. It is hilarious. The jokes, the voices. The Von Hessler Doctrine. 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. 
Missed any of today's show? Do not worry. You can stream or download the Full Doctrine podcast on wsbradio.com, the WSB Radio app, or any of your favorite podcast providers. It's all brought to you by Findlay Roofing. Uh, Greg, you can stay. Are we done with you or what? What's going on with you? Because i got to give away tickets and we have very little time. So I want to make sure that uh, if you're going to go away, we had a proper goodbye because, you know. Oh, Hank. Give away the tickets. All right. Win a pair of tickets to see Robert Plant. He's not going to get together with Led Zeppelin. I saw that. He has no interest. But you can win a tickets, pair of tickets. Did you know Robert Plant was in Led Zeppelin? Probably uh, not, Of course Jared. I did. I, saw, I actually saw this set at Bonnaroo. They're, they're great live. Win a pair of tickets to see Robert Plant and Allison Krauss at Cadence Bank Amphitheater at Chastain Park on September 6th. Here's all you got to do. Be caller number 10 to 404-872-0750. Tickets are on sale now at LiveNation.com. Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. Congratulations to Patrick Oregon of Sugar Hill. Originally from Syracuse, my birth city in New York State. Big Bill stand, too. Well, good for him. Josh Allen looked good. One drive in preseason, three for three touchdown. That's early. Rolled out, two defenders on him, did a full 360. Found Gabe Davison. I know it's preseason. Mm. I know it's preseason. Be focusing on Mariota tonight. They won 45 to something, you know. It's not, not bad. I know it's preseason. Hey, Falcons. They scored touchdowns the, the first six times they had the ball with three different quarterbacks. I, I know it's preseason. We're going to see we're going to see Ritter and Mariota tonight with the Falcons. That's the important stuff. I thought John uh, Ritter? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, no he's not exciting. Uh, Ritter. Uh actually Ritter John was, Ritter would probably give the Falcons a better chance of winning I the think Super Bowl. that uh, <laughs> I think Ritter is his name Desmond Ritter. Yeah, Desmond I Ritter. I thought he looked good. Again, it's preseason. The last game I saw I thought it's preseason. You don't know who they're playing against, but I thought that those two actually looked good in the last outing. So, but uh, Patrick Oregon from uh, Sugar Hill and I are we're, we got our eye on a, a different thing going on in the league. But uh, he also won a pair of tickets to see Robert Plant and Allison Krauss at Cadence Bank Amphitheater at Chastain Park on September 6th. You can, too. Tickets are on sale now at LiveNation.com. What were you telling me about the – you had to post something over the weekend. Yeah, it was National Radio Day on Saturday. You have to post if you're working well, radio. You posted a picture of yourself. I saw that. I mean, come on. Can't believe Jared. I've been in this industry professionally for 10 years. Jared, Hoping do you many have more to, to – do you yeah, have what is National to, Radio Day? Of course do you, you have, have to do everything. You know, on Roger Waters on Saturday night, he did a old uh, great Pink Floyd song called Sheep <laughs> with a big sheep flying around the stadium. Yeah. Don't you feel like, would you like to say, meh? Would you <laughs> I like would to, not like Would to. you like to just say to the I audience? I don't jump on every trend. Yeah. Not no, every trend. Only the ones you hear about. This one directly pertains to me. No, I'm in radio. First of all, National Radio Day are three words put together that mean nothing. That mean nothing. Who decided on that? Who set the day? Let me find the history. And Saturday. What's it supposed to be? The Illuminati. What it means is, hey, you egomaniacs, this is a time for you to post a picture of yourselves. Of course, he has to. Now, if I told you it was Christmas Day, well, I wouldn't have to tell you that because everyone would know. (laughs) But if you're not in radio, (laughs) right? Even people who don't celebrate Christmas. No, it's Christmas Day. So National Radio Day is Jared's Christmas. It, it certainly is. 
Well, there's also College Radio Day, too, which is hard because you have to go back to your college I years. like the, uh, no, you can just move on from your college years. There's actually a possibility <laughs> that you, your brain just moves on. You remember, you have good times, bad times. You move on with your life. That's a possibility. <laughs> But uh, you, I, I like the fact that it was on Saturday. <laughs> it's, like, eh, it's kind of a throwaway thing. Yeah, National Radio Day. Well, is, that's the thing. Is it a arbitrary floating date? Is it? I believe it's always it's, August twentieth. Oh, okay. August twentieth. But it was was it created by that nationalday.com? Let me site? see. I'm, I'm looking up the history. Or of it is right it? Now. How do they or, create? So is it even not even? There's no. Well, you know all those days, right? Yeah. It's like National Cheesecake Day. Like well, how do you get it though? Up. Like how do I get uh, <laughs> National Von Hessler Doctrine Day? Not that I, I would celebrate it. I think you can submit it. it. Yeah, you could submit it. So National Radio Day also shares. Of National Day with World Honey Bee Day too. So World Honey Bee Day. See, and National what does that mean? Wow! Look, hey, two honey bees hey, everywhere taking selfies of themselves. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, I, I see the tie-in. <laughs> Both going extinct. Hey, uh, Greg. <laughs> Greg, do you? Yes. Do you? Do you? Do you, do you have? Uh, you know, since you're still here, I thought maybe. I think we only did one or two of your uh, Greg's choice. We did team. two, but that's most than, than a lot of the times we do zero. It is most than a lot of the times. What's going on with your grammar? Are you drunk? Did you get those shoes? Are you no, I'm dying. Up? How did I the? Think, sh- I think that my brain is dying. This is true. I, you I, look I, good, I'm though. Forgetting I tell words. You. Yeah, I forget words all the time, and I and I get busted for it. Did you, did you hear that? I was so embarrassed over the weekend. I had one of my uh, maybe go in like Greg Russ and scald myself in a hot shower just to get this out of my brain. But I was talking to George Stein on Friday. And I was talking about the Mar-a-Lago uh, FBI thing, and I said, well, um, we're in unchartered waters. That's what I said, Greg. And it it haunted me. I heard it. It was I like... Was, I was listening. It was we like... all heard eating. it. Well, why didn't somebody step in in the moment and say uncharted? Because sometimes it throws you off your game and, and then you yell at us. If I got something wrong like that, please protect me okay. from myself. I was lucky I was a lot of distractions... Wife's birthday, lots of uh, things to do, Roger Waters. I was able to be diverted. It's good that that happened on that weekend because it was just with me in my basement with my gummies. It's all, it would have been all consuming. Well, I think that I still said there, uncharted it, waters. It's still there, and in five years, it's going to pop up, and you're going to remember. And it's going to be the most shame you've ever felt. I find that time, distance, I don't care about it. After, the things that embarrass the hell out of me in the moment. I find that once time just goes by, it doesn't bother me at all. It's just well, like embarrassment doesn't linger with me. I'm going to have Uncharted Waters Day. Uncharted. I'll set it up. National Uncharted Waters Day. <laughs> what a douchebag. Every, every up- August 19th uh, will be Uncharted Waters Day. And my wife's birthday. <laughs> and Bill Clinton's birthday. See, now you have a marker to remember it. We won't oh, forget no. this now. Because you've tied it to I'm going to feel embarrassed. <laughs> I would feel embarrassed every August 19th. <laughs> We got to pull the clip, Jared. Can you isolate that clip? Absolutely. We'll play it yeah. until next year. Oh, you know what it is? It's it's National Eric's Embarrassed Day. Yes, every <laughs> August nineteenth. And if it uh, falls on a weekend, we'll come in and do a special show, just so that I can be humiliated. We'll all post pictures of ourselves, selfies, going like, <laughs> or yeah, with the and big eyes. <laughs> Greg in the shower. Uh, burning himself, scalding himself with hot water to make it go away, to make the so, pain go away. And then we will have gone just, full, full, full circle from uh, Autumn's schlogs to Greg's shower blog. It's just replacing the pain. You take the yeah, emotional pain and you replace it with physical pain. The pain doesn't go anywhere. It's I still understand. There. And by the way, Always kids, sticks. don't do that. Greg Ross is insane. These national days, I'm looking this up, and this is no surprise. Um, they're not official by any means. With food, especially. Apparently, there's one website, 
I don't want to give the name because I don't want to promote them. Yeah. They broadcast 450 food holidays to their Twitter followers, and then people latch on, like yeah. Jared, yeah. and they promote it. They hashtag it. They go on the radio, That's and they right. talk about it. And then... Uh, you can get hey, get a free donut today. And, uh, these uh, okay, free yeah, advertising. Whatever. I get it. I get it. You're not going to get it here, pal. Promote it. Well, I'm surprised you didn't promote this one, Greg. I mean, today is National Be an Angel Day. Uh, what what if your name's Angel? <laughs> then then today is your day. No, it's not. It's uh, you're, you're a 365. You're an angel. <laughs> you're also the uh, fo- the uh, the focus of a great Aerosmith song. <laughs> Or there at least are only po- it was popular. I don't know if it was a great Aerosmith song. <laughs> there are there are only forty four official national days. Official from the government. Yes. Yeah, like you 44. mean like holidays like Christmas and all that? Are those included? Apparently, a national school lunch day is a real one that the government has. That's sanctioned. the one day a year kids are allowed to eat at school. <laughs> and I think it's great to let the kids for one day get some nutrition in the afternoon. I'm but all yes, for like, that one. <laughs> I'm talking about holidays also, but adding in the holidays and that ridiculous National School Lunch Day and things like that, there's only 44, and then the rest are posers. It's all crap. It's just ways. They realize that uh, people like me will talk about it because i got nothing else to talk about. Yeah, snackable all the content. Time. <laughs> Little snackable, relatable content. Hey, guys, it's hey, Jared. Hey, Use Jared. your cell phone. Yeah. Hey, Jared, why don't you tell everybody where they can get their pumpkin spice? Whatever is on Pumpkin Did that yeah. launch, Jared? Dunkin' Donuts launched on a Wednesday last Excuse week. Me? Excuse me. Excuse me. Dunkin' launched on a Wednesday. They're hip and cool Dunk. Dunk. now. Launched no, Let's yet. officially dub it the Summerween 2022. <laughs> it's the summertime and we're still focused on Halloween, everybody. Have you seen it, the witch's broomsticks at the grocery store? That's right. We're calling it Summerween. If you're waiting for Starbucks, they're not going to unveil their PSL until next week. PSL? PSL? Yeah, pumpkin, pumpkin spice, spice latte. latte. Oh, oh yeah, wow. Nothing, you... says, nothing says fall, like 95 degree weather and... 95.5 degree weather. Yeah, excuse me, 95.5 degree weather. <laughs> yes, I apologize. I prefer we, we don't want to go degree <laughs> We don't want to go extinct before the honeybees. Come on, please. <laughs> I, I prefer 750 degrees, but... Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know. Yeah, it's summerween. Yeah, nobody ever says that. Everybody says, wouldn't it be great if it was Christmas all year? But nobody says that about Halloween. Wouldn't it be great if it was Halloween all year? Oh, people say that. There are plenty of people who Losers. <laughs> Adults who can't... <laughs> Maybe just goths. grown up. up on that. Maybe well, they're just goths. Oh, uh, Are there goths you don't wanna, listen, Hey, Eric, you know, we got a big goth population <laughs> on the show. we got to make sure we want everybody to be a fan yeah. of the show. 58 to 75-year-old men that are goths. Are you are you working on your Yeah, they're all costume. in rock bands that are still touring. Yeah. What? Are you working on your costume? I, let me guess. Out of everyone on the show right now, there's one person who's been thinking about what they're going to be. There's, I, there's I, one person who's put well, any I, moment of thought into well, it. I've got Dragon Con in a couple do we, weeks. Highly, is so that what, what I, you do? Usually yeah, you start with Dragon Con. That's true, Con and his and, wedding is too close to Halloween to really be focused on Halloween. Yeah, so I won't be able to do any Halloween festivities this year, unless it's the weekend before our wedding, Aww. but even then it'll be oh, tough. No. But uh, Dragon oh, Con, oh, and I have a 30th birthday party. Party this upcoming weekend that is a costume themed 30th birthday party so i get to use my costume for dragon con for that and what's your costume for it's we're gonna be uh oh, maverick, we're, gonna, we're gonna be maverick and rooster we're the gonna, most annoying people in the world say we're gonna be well you have to we're doing a beer you olympics don't have to. there's no law well it, it, maverick uh, and rooster yes so because 
This is a beer Olympics, and instead of everyone being a country like you normally do with beer Olympics, oh. they want you to be a duo. A, a so we're going to be Can't Maverick you and Rooster. Just Tina show and I up and it was a drink movie and here. enjoy one another's company and have conversation. Does no, everything... there has to be a theme. <laughs> it's beer Amputees. Olympics for a thirtieth birthday party. Oh, yeah, I'm I know. thirty. I'm beer thirty. Olympics. <laughs> beer Olympics. All right, I'll tell you what. If that person is opening a business, let me know because I want to be the first investor. All right, Greg, I want you to tee up another story of your choice. But first, we have to, uh, once again, big news day. We have to go to the This Just In desk with Jared Yamamoto. This Just In. We'd heard rumors about this before. Dr. Fauci is officially stepping down from his position in December. In December. He said he was going to step no. down. Well, he oh. gets a farewell tour now, right? What? He gets to oh. travel the country, and people get <laughs> yeah. to give him plaques. And yeah. Gifts. Oh, yeah, books. And, oh, this guy's, got, this guy's got a whole basement full of uh, yeah plaques and markers and ribbons and tiaras. Those and, gold statues that They just get. love me. <laughs> he says, quote, he's going to start the next chapter of his career. Oh, you know what that's going to be. The <laughs> chapter. Word, the I'm word telling chapter you, is good. The book. We're not gonna, Death. You know, he's going to go around. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey. The man's well, 80. He looks like great. 80. He's 88. Don't say Something he's not like 88. That. He's 80. Oh, Don't say that. On, no, I'll be put down as some sort of right-wing lunatic if you say that on my radio show. I didn't mean it. I, I know you meant he's old. I know Spotify's going to flag us now. Watch oh, us. yeah. Get the truth about COVID-19. <laughs> I just feel like there's <laughs> denial. When I'm 80, I'm not going to say there's a next stage in my career. I'm going to be realistic. It's like, you know, yeah. when I'm near the end. It's well, he's got, he's got his next stage, which is going to write a book. And it's going to be all over. The book's going to be about how great he is. Oh, my goodness. What are we going to do without him? Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> so scared. Do you think He's going to release a, a, a product line. I wonder what he would run. Foul cheese. Oh, <laughs> wow. Cheese yeah. Line. Smart. In a can. <laughs> I would, I would a, invest. Works in a, as a booster, <laughs> <laughs> and great for your uh, veggie tray. How many boosters from now until his retirement? Do you think? Well, I think the question is: Will he have more boosters or more bouts of COVID between now and December? But <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you know he's only had the job since like 1985 or True. something. You know, this is so uh, we don't even know if that thing even runs without him. We have no idea. We'll find out. We have no idea who's going to take his place, right? No, Turns no out idea. he's been watering the plants since yeah. he's there. So then when yeah. he's gone, all the plants die. Well, because he doesn't tell anybody. you got to let people know. You know? He does you got to water the plants. He thinks he's so great. He's the plant whisperer. That's what he's known <laughs> They'll as bring right. in back Dr. Scarves, Dr. Uh, Burks. You think Burks is next up in line? Maybe. I mean... I heard she changed her image. That She doesn't have the scarves anymore. I don't know. I don't watch TV anymore. So I don't... I she no does idea. look a little that different. That was her thing. I know. She had the. It's like when uh, when somebody shows up on those stupid news shows and they always wear a bow tie. It's like, hey man, once you're in, you're in. You can't show up without a. Can't wear a bolo one week. Did she <laughs> wear scarves around her neck? Yeah, they were like uh, neck yeah. neckerchiefs. Yeah, yeah maybe I remember. She had, maybe her head would fall off if she took her scarf off. <laughs> I mean, she's like a pez. Like she's a human oh, pez. Well, there's the like scary stories to tell in the dark. I don't know. Oh, oh, is that like a goosebump story? She took yeah. off the thing and whoosh, off went the head. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was like going out, shaved that mustache. What's that? It's yeah, been years. Oh, John I know. Oates shaved the mustache. He hasn't had it in probably fifteen. I can't years take him seriously. I can't yeah. take him seriously. He does look strange. It's still. just like John Oates. You're supposed to have a mustache. It's like a guy when he. Sh- it's like when somebody shaves off their eyebrows. For him. His right. mustache is the equivalent of eyebrows. Who looks good shaving their eyebrows, though? That's always a sign Whoopi. of crazy. 
Whoopi Goldberg is the only one. Yeah, but doesn't she pencil them in or something? I no, guess- she's, she's never had eyebrows. Oh, maybe she has trouble. Maybe that's her th- particular thing. She doesn't. She can't grow eyebrows. Other I than ripped that, my eyebrows. Perfect. My eyebrows accidentally got ripped off once. I was watching an episode of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah. And he singed his eyebrows and put some band-aids where the eyebrows were. And I thought that was cool. And I put band-aids over my eyebrows. And when I pulled the band-aids off, and pulled out a lot of hair. Well, you were really, really influenced by television. I was 28. <laughs> well, at least you were growing out of it. So you, so you had to walk around looking like a lunatic until they grew back in. Yeah, I mean the the center spot where the pad is that soaks up the blood. Yeah, that's that the part. thing. It's only the parts on the edge. You basically had like a Hitler's mustache over each eye. You did. That must have looked <laughs> again. Mustache, hollow yeah. notes. We're back to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it yeah. Comes full circle. Oh, what are you do? It all revolved call- around. Call John Oates and say, hey, look, Hitler never did that. I got his number. You don't think he's changed his number? (laughs) Since uh, I abused it. See if he answers. Call him up during Sabrina's newscast. See if you can get John Oates to say, hey, man, I just can't take you seriously without the mustache. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Unlike most people, I know the contribution that you made to the career of Hall and Oates. Everybody else is all, oh, Mr. Blue-Eyed Soul over there. I know who you are. I know what you did. But I cannot take you seriously, John Oates. Without a mustache. That Roger Waters show on Saturday night. He's getting so political. I think there was a protest that broke out at one point. Because I heard a bunch of people like, you know when people all, like a lot of people are yelling at the same time. So you just assume, okay, this isn't spontaneous. It's not like the Falcons just scored. Where a man spilled his beer, people like to react to that. Yeah, but oh. this, yeah, but this was like <laughs> I couldn't quite make it out. But it was very, it was at that point in the show where he labels uh, every president since Reagan a war criminal. <laughs> but I think that because he's critical of the state of Israel, so there were some people on the uh, outside protesting. They say he's anti-Semitic, but he's he's critical of every government. He's critical of America, England, everybody, Russia, you know, Canada. Ukraine. Uh, no, the Canadians didn't come up. Well, I'm surprised. You know, those, Trudeau? Those truckers. You know how dangerous they are. <laughs> I know we're supporting the Azov Battalion, but you know the real danger to the future. Those Nazis so, up in Canada. Those truckers. Has anybody, so I, I've been thinking about that. Like that whole, remember that whole scare with the, these Canadian truckers? They're white supremacists. They, it's like, has anybody ever met a Canadian? Yes. I think the most radical (laughs) radical Canadian would be like very, very small potatoes to us. (laughs) The Canadians are pretty middle of the road. I'm supposed to believe that the next Nazi wave is going to come from Canadians. That's a difficult one. There's a lot of isolation up there. There certainly is. A lot of of idle time. The most radical thing I see them doing is putting ketchup on eggs or something like that. That is basically, to them, that's like crazy. You ever go to (laughs) a rock show in Canada? Have you ever gone to a rock show in Canada? (laughs) it's, It's the most polite rock show you've ever been to in your life that's amazing. what they won't do is is the burger thing where you can't get a burger anything less than well done there's no medium yeah. there's no medium oh, and rare. mayonnaise too okay i go i will, I will now you uh, that's fries. true that is extreme i i will agree <laughs> that is <laughs> that's beyond the pale as far as i'm concerned anybody who eats their burgers or their uh steaks Steak. yeah. uh well done i don't trust i just do not trust your judgment like, you have no idea what it means to taste something. I get it. You're afraid of the world. 
You're afraid there's going to be something in there. Surely no one says, no, it just tastes better to me. I like, like, you know, if if shoe leather was edible, I'd eat it. But it's not. So give me a well-done steak. (laughs) Just do not trust it at all. I'm sure there's a man somewhere who ate a shoe. In the Guinness Book of World Records, probably several shoes. Oh in yeah, one sitting. Well, he probably hey, ate the most shoes of any other man by eating one. <laughs> Maybe it's a woman. You don't know. It could be a woman. Although could a lot be. of times these uh, these uh, professional eaters, they're quite often men. Do they have a female division, or if you're a woman and you just get up there with Joey Jaws? No, no, they have Coney a, Island. There's a there's a separation. There's a uh, women's Uh-oh. champion. Hope we don't have one of those uh, things where. Uh, Guy becomes a girl and wins the food eating championship. We'll have. I don't want to see that kind of controversy. I didn't mean on to be offensive. Sport. I didn't mean to be offensive with the shoe statement, though, Autumn. The reason I said a dude is because well, someone has to be stupid to eat a shoe. Well, hold and on, women though, aren't stupid. As we so. know, there was an old lady who lived in a shoe. <gasps> but, but she didn't so, eat it. She, she didn't want to live there. Home. She had to. Yeah. She had so many children, she didn't know what to well, do. Well, maybe she ought to not have so many children. Has she heard of birth control? Maybe she, it was back in the day when women didn't have so much of a choice to have I kids. I blame not. her. No, you would. She was, <laughs> she was traded for a cow and had no say in her life. Is that the story? Exactly. Yeah, probably. I have that's no idea. It's like the old, that, that's, that, that, that story never did much for me. I didn't really... There's no. few stories You're more of a uh, Jack Spratt could eat no fat, his wife could eat no lean type not of interested. Not interested in any, no? any of those things. Just didn't turn me on as a kid. Oh, what I loved Hansel all those. Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel had, uh, had, a, uh, had some spooky element to it that I found interesting. And it could, it basically it was to warn you, um, don't, don't uh, go into the homes of uh, old ladies because you never know what they're up to. Well, so grim, I think it was good. And also talking grims, with strangers, too. Yeah. What? Those Grimm's fairy tales were usually to teach a lesson. Yeah. But I think that the little nursery rhymes weren't always about learning a lesson. Yeah, I didn't like... like it was I just know, fun. And also, yeah, it was just fun. I never saw the movie Bambi, still to this day. Never saw it. Neither have I. Yeah, yeah, we there's should go There's a fire together. I know. Yeah, right. there's a fire. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and there, spoiler alert. There's a there's fire. There's a fire. And, and a funny um, scene on ice. Yeah, that thing on ice. That's, I've seen that as well. That's about you guys it. are missing out. Really? I did, loved Bambi as a kid. Did you cry? Yeah. Yeah. Mother. You know. Well, I don't know. I don't know what you're referencing. It's a child to take in to have that happen. Well, it's supposed to be a way to teach you that these things are going to happen in life and you're going to have to get ready for it. You know what all these stories are. Disney should back off a little bit. That was a little aggressive. Not anymore. You're right. Did you see the story about how, uh, is it holograms? What are they doing where they have now at funerals? So, because I saw one with Ed Asner, the actor. And then they had just like a normal person who had died. Because, you know, celebrity deaths are more important than the rest of us. But uh, Ed Asner, the actor, and I guess he's... So you can do this before you die now. So you bring these people in. I guess you know you're not going to be around much longer. And they ask you the series of questions in such a way in this interview that it allows people at your funeral to ask you questions and you respond to them in some sort of holographic... I think it's like it's, it's, it's called not, a digital clone. Digital clones of deceased loved ones chat yeah. with mourners at own funerals. From yeah, there was a woman, right? Is this the one you're seeing, Eric? Is, did you see the one from a few days ago? There's a woman, and then I saw another one where the actor Ed Asner, who, by the way, I had a great conversation with <laughs> in a, Ed Asner. I think it was a CVS or some sort of drugstore in uh, Los Angeles once. Fine, fine fellow was making fun of me for my politics, but that's okay. He was a very, very nice man, and. Uh, 
I would have asked him if I was at his funeral mm. and there was a Q and A. I would just would have said, "Hey, do you remember that conversation we had at that uh, that CVS? Cannot compute Silver Lake or wherever it was. Four hundred four error. Yeah. The one with the grandma. I want to give the grandma her due. That would be horrible. Four hundred four. Like just goes blank in the forehead. Four hundred four. Yes. Oh yes, Greg. You were saying Neil Damon. I just want to give the grandma her due. I know you like Ed Asner, but she uh, revealed family secrets at hers. Her oh, funeral. wow. She did? Yeah, I don't know what the secrets were. But yeah, were they bad, to... though? Yeah, that's you know that good. sister you grow up with? That's your mom. Well, it's yeah. probably a riddle, right? You probably have to ask the right questions, and then you get the right answer. You well, get now the... we've gone back to the uh, like fairy tale the... element, where yeah. it's like there's a yeah. riddle that has to be answered. What if you what if, like, what if, you reveal really dark stuff, though? Yeah. Like, it's like uh, yeah, yeah, hey. Hey, Uncle Jim, stand up. The moment has come. That's right. Tell everybody what you did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow. I like how they're calling this the digital afterlife industry. <laughs> so there's an actual I've been indus- slowly poisoning you for 30 years. <laughs> you, won't ma- you, you will not make it to the end of this funeral. That's right. Lock the doors. <laughs> Three, two, Nine, yeah, no. one. Yeah, yeah like the end of Inglorious Bastards where she's laughing. <laughs> I may be gone, but I did. I did, was determined to take you with me. You right. see you in hell. <laughs> I'm starting to like this idea now. Me too. So along with this, Microsoft is jumping on board too, and they're going to use your old social media post to reincarnate people as chatbots. What happens bots. to uh, what happens to all the uh, phony baloney porn things that we set up while we're alive? Ask when the we right die, question. do they just go away? I just asked the right question. They just like how much how much like dead people's porn stashes are in the cloud? These are questions. These are questions I must know the answer to. I wish I could have been there to ask Ed Asner. Rest in peace. The actress Virginia Patton died, 97 years old. She is the la- la- she was the last living adult that was in It's a Wonderful Life. She played Harry Bailey's wife, Ruth, Ruth Ruth Dakin. Ruth Dakin Bailey, if you don't mind. There you go. The last we're losing them from the greatest movie. Greg was so probably sad. Greg's going to go. Uh, I never saw it. I never saw it. It's a Wonderful Life. Have you I ever saw s- it? Oh, you did see it. Yeah, I'll I've say seen it. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I feel sorry for people who haven't seen that movie, but I feel sorrier. Almost said more sorry, but I'm not going to make that mistake. I feel sorrier. That'd be uncharted waters. Yeah. Or is there a word sorrier? I'm sure there is. I'm sorrier. I feel sorrier for people who see that movie and uh, don't like it, like the handful of people that that's ever happened to. But it's possible. I've seen it's the boring. I've seen the innocent black and white. I mean, there's. I had a family. Member, I had a family member during Christmas when I put it on that did not like it, and I think it was because it was in black and white. Oh yeah, that's gross. Why would we watch things in black and white? <laughs> Why would, gross? It Why would I go see that? It's a turn off. I want to go see a Shakespeare play. I know how it's going to end. Nobody ever says spoiler alert with us. <laughs> you think with the Wizard of Oz, there's some people that started like I'm not watching. It's like, no, yeah, just like, wait. The color comes. The yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah, you just <laughs> hang tight. Hang tight. I just fast forward through all that black and white <laughs> yeah. stuff. There is a colorized version, unfortunately, of It's a That's Wonderful so Life. Stupid. I think they've they've gotten it out of distribution as much as possible, but you can find it like on VHS. I don't know if it ever made its way to DVD. Because it was just so roundly condemned. 
<laughs> just supposedly, and I don't know if it's true or not, uh, on Orson Welles. Well, he didn't really have a deathbed, Orson Welles, so he must have talked about it beforehand. Because Orson Welles died in a robe in uh, uh, a hotel. Not a hotel. I think that what's the. I think it was that might have been the same place Belushi died. I'm not sure, but he died in a in a hotel room uh, with a typewriter in his lap in a robe. So he didn't have any famous last words unless he typed them out. Which <laughs> I I am dying. Somebody call an amp. That's it. Got to am. And that a was what? Eric. But supposedly um, he said, uh, an "Amputee? Do, I don't know what he wants. <laughs> do yeah, not, what does he need? I do, do not allow them to colorize Citizen Kane. Yes, and you can get it's a wonderful life." Two disc collector set, black and white version and colorized version Who on Amazon the right color now. Version? Those Ten dollars and twenty cents. When they colorized movies, they thought they were oh, this is going to be so. And it's just like pastels. That's all they could do for some reason. Yeah. everything is like just sort of powder well, and blue. And their inside of their and, mouth always looks weird. Yeah, or their eyes and stuff. Uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with black and white. It's one way that you can make a movie now, right? I mean, so that's actually a good test. If you put it on and people are like, oh, it's in black and white, it's like, okay, well, now I know not to be your friend in the future. There's nothing good that can come what from What if they're this. family? Then you can't. Well, gotta you know, be friends. Just right? don't return I want to watch the Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> That's not why I, I, Yeah, exactly. More like, I want, the, more, more like uh, let's watch Elf again. It's like, what? Well, Elf, Elf was on in July. Elf was on last what? month. What? <laughs> Christmas in July. It's a oh, thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I get it. I get it. Elf um, is a funny movie. I like Ed yeah, Asner's. Ed Asner's an elf. Hey. Isn't he Santa Claus? Yes. I think so. Well, yes, two thousand to three thousand dollars per minute to colorize an old film. And they made all that money back, but everyone <laughs> immediately condemned it. <laughs> Just idiotic. These movies are fantastic. Anyway, rest in peace. Anyway, great film. Anyway, anyway, hey, you have some uh, some open micers or something before we go? Yeah. Uh, last week you mentioned how fill in this the next two minutes or so, so I can get the hell out of here. Well, last week you mentioned how you and Clark Howard have. Still been, you know, getting into fights. Well, we had about seven big fights. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this open micer has a question about that. Hey, this is for the Von Hessler doctor, and this is Jim from Chambly. I want to know how does Clark Howard fight? Is it strictly Marquis de Queensberry rules, or does he pull hair? Does he scratch? What's the fighting style of Clark Howard? It, it, 928, 76 degrees. Thank you for the time and temperature. Uh, interesting a, thing. A, interesting yeah. thing he said, uh, and, and he gets to decide. You know, whether there's going to be guns. If he says guns, I say guns. If he says knives, I say, you know, that sort of thing. And because he had seniority, first of all, yeah, he starts uh, snapping his fingers, and I know it's on. But uh, this was his thing. He said uh, it has to be Greco-Roman style, and we have to uh, disrobe all the way down to our underwear. Yep. So, he does uh, a move that's not traditional. Nude yeah. is traditional. Well, I he know, does, but, you know, he's a little modest. He does a move, a move called Monkey Steals the Peach. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> But uh, Monkey got slapped back Woo. when he tried to steal my peach. That's why I know. And when Clark means business, he'll live. You just hear it down the hall. Yeah, well, his so, producer. Uh-oh. He's in a mood. I'm going to have to you kick guys, his ass again. So are you, you the You guys jet? should make this official. <laughs> George Clark is taking off his shirt right now because I'm too old now. <laughs> I, I have Clark. I have him go fight for me. I said, hey, Clark on Clark crime. That's the kind of thing I can get behind. <laughs> I can't get involved anymore. I'm too old. So are you a, a jet or a shark in this case? Me? Too? Yeah. I, you know what? I I'm a little of both. I'm a hybrid. I'm a I'm a sharkette. Because Very I chick. believe I believe in unity. And well, I'm it's a shame they were on the same side. Those two, the the sharks and the jets, they were on the same side. They should have been fighting the man, not yeah, each other. Go after that old cop. 
the developer. That guy shows up. Hey, I'm a character actor. Hey, you kids, I'm a character actor. I play a cop in every movie from 1940 <laughs> to 1965. You kids, stop playing. Get in there. Stop. Hey, you kids, stop killing each other on my beat. I don't care about you. This is my beat. Go knock each other's heads about in somebody else's territory. <laughs> I couldn't believe they colorized West Side Story. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Any last words, Greg? You know you're not going to be on again until tomorrow. I know. It's any, been quite any, a while. Any last words for uh, the people listening here? No. Any, <laughs> wish them a good day or anything? Sure. Have a nice day. Be careful out there. Yeah, see, that's a nice sentiment. That didn't hurt, did it? You going to join us for Podcast 30? Might as yeah, well I'll be at this there. point. You're in. You got nothing else to do, obviously. <laughs> we'll find out later. You got fired over the weekend. Probably will be fired soon. Podcast 30. Where do the people go for that? Uh, you can go to the Von Hessler Doctrine Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter pages. We're on all of them. 30 more minutes of us in both sight and sound. That'll start about 12.05. Also, here tomorrow, Tim Andrews is scheduled to return Tim tomorrow. Tim Michaels. That's something to look forward to. You're all invited to join us. But until then, continue on your journey. Do not piss off the genie. Hello. Podcast 30 begins right now. Just pull this back a little bit. The full hat effect in there for the video. I'm your host, Eric Von Hessler. English Nick is here. Greg Russ is here. Autumn Fisher is here. Jared Yamamoto is here. And, uh,. Tim Andrews is not here. He's back tomorrow, right? You know, I started thinking of something as I was packing everything up to leave that studio to come to this studio. Yeah. yeah. Because it's 2022 and we have to change studios to do a <laughs> podcast 30. Um, I'm starting to think that that was a joke earlier. That open mic was, was so too. direct. I just think I didn't get it. The fact that he said, here you go again, you're a rhino. And this you're one. waiting to get the fact. Yeah, like I, we took this seriously. I think maybe it was a joke. Here we go. Rhino Eric again. Oh, I want to wait till all the facts come out till I get my opinion. Idiot. I don't know. I think uh, I don't he's think serious. He's, yeah, it seems serious to me. See, I thought he was serious at first. He wants too, your opinion before thought, you know anything well, about yeah. it. I don't know. I I think maybe we'll have to put it up. It's a segment we can do tomorrow. We'll get out the phone number. People can vote. Sure. At least it rhymes. <laughs> Here we go. Rhino. Rhino, here we go. But the problem Woo! is, I'm not a Republican, so you can't be a Republican in name only if you're not a Republican. But uh, yep. Everybody knows I'm a member of the uh, Socialist uh, Party of uh, Italy. <laughs> Everyone knows. When that. it comes to American politics, you're, it's the equivalent of being an atheist when it comes to religion with you, right? I don't believe in any politicians, that's for sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's no politicians. I'm the only person who doesn't see a dime bit of difference between Stacey and Trump. Stacey it's Trump. It's all the same thing Stacey to me. Trump. Don't believe in Donald Trump. Donald, Donald Abrams. I just believe in me. Autumn and me. Selfish. And that's reality. <laughs> I just believe in Autumn and, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, Drex. Drax, Drex. 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 I always want to say Drex. Drex. Movie, yeah. Tad and Drex on Saw B98 him. point whatever. He's a great listener of the show. The Tad and Drex movie. And, uh... In the, uh, in the break room this morning, he said uh, he just thinks it's great that I somehow have created this situation where Autumn is on the vibrator as soon as the show ends. <laughs> like, just I'm like. Obsessed. <laughs> just, uh, Here's the thing. If I, if I did my show from home, 
I'd be on the vibrator during the show. I'd be either on myself or on my girlfriend when the, when the show was over. <gasps> I don't know. Whoever's there. If about, she's willing. lunch first. She's always willing, Jerry. If she signs her consent <laughs> to a piece of paper. <laughs> ah, there's the, no. You're hungry for that buzz. That's what you're hungry for. I feel like. You could, I mean, you could raise money, Autumn. You do that thing where people pay to initiate the vibrator it's always in oh, place like a tip vibe saying oh, oh right yeah. tip, and then tip it goes vibe. for a certain number of seconds and that's how you raise money yeah tip uh by tipper tip braider tip braider <laughs> tip what <laughs> i'm telling you hey you we're be, workshopping we're not opening okay. on, on broadway for weeks you basically yeah. have girls on twitch that do that already they basically they don't go all the way to like an only fans level but they they do they're like well hey if you give me this many coins then i'll you know go to this level and then you can follow me on my only fans so i think you really i'm in this situation i'm sitting in a starbucks and you can you right. can trigger oh, the oh i see you're saying like the remote <laughs> thing where you can hit the uh... yeah. i'm right. sitting in a starbucks yeah. you can froth my latte but what well, kind those, of in, what kind in of those webcams they all have the same like device up inside them yeah that i guess is controlled by a certain amount of things that's what that i'm saying give yeah right so, so and they always show it. They're like, eh. they'll show it to. The, it's so gross. It's very well, guys want to pe- see. Guys want to see all that stuff. The people I know. It's yeah. The people who enjoy that, like the guys who are pressing the button at any given time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, I'm thinking maybe they won't all do it, but I think it's kind of a serial killer thrill. Like I'm affecting you, you oh, and you don't control. know. It's control. It's control to yeah. a certain degree, yeah. and maybe it's a good thing. It gets it out of their system, and then people live. Well, who knows? Maybe. Yeah. More Who knows? more Pornhub I, Live, less murder. All saying. I know yeah. is that there is a yeah. ton of money being thrown around on those things. I mean, again, just after after we were out of the club, for example, on Saturday, we came back to the house and ended up turning on Twitch for a little while. And I mean, there's thousands of people that are, you know, watching like I for me, I watch the DJ sets and stuff on there late wow. night. Did you end up going sets. to one of those sites and throw coins at it? Saturday no, no, night? we didn't throw Drunk. any coins at it, but there were like they were showing up. Like when you look in the music section, hey, y'all, Twitch, if you want me to go on that vibrator, make sure you, you know. Yeah, there's there's, there's thousands big, I'm of telling people you, on Autumn there. could Autumn could be rich during the show. This is and people know that she's got to hold it together during the show. And oh, yeah. Home. And they know, like, to... it's her live read. They're like, Lindy, it's, ah. She really them. likes this company. Seriously, speaking of money made, the girls who are on those, like, Pornhub sites, they only get a percentage, I believe. Whereas what you're at Twitch, they get all the money. No, Twitch has got to get something. Yeah, of course, that's how they stay in business. Well, they but, subscribe but, to Twitch, that's but, but, they, but Twitch is just a place where they push. Oh. Like oh, these these girls that know that they're attractive and they know that they can make money by doing sexual things. They you then use attractive. Twitch as a way to push to their OnlyFans <laughs> or to other. Oh, you don't have to okay. be attractive. No. Dudes, was there, come on. Yeah, but if you yeah, have the choice, though, if you have, yes, a, a dude will settle for anything in real life. But uh, online, you always have the choice. So I think. Yeah, that, but you might like this you unattractive might some, woman's gigantic floppy yeah, boobs. Yeah, you'll get really the yeah, you'll get the oh, fetish thing. Yeah, who knows? Now we know what Autumn's into the gigantic, <laughs> gigantic floppy, floppy boobs. You know, like those ones that are like you lift them up and they're like a deflated water. No, no, they're yeah, like, it's like uh, the ones you see at Claremont. No, they yeah they're like well, not um, always, uh, not always these days. Come what do you on. call those uh, wind suck? So- like what other things you wind see suck. the wind? Yeah, like when there's no wind. Yeah, yeah. Eggs on a doornail, as they say. Eggs on a doornail. No, it's uh, eggs. Eggs on a nail. nailed to a tree. Well, it's the same thing. Do people do it's that regional. still? Is that I the call still it a thing? Yeah. Nailing eggs to trees. 
What's that? Is that still a popular pastime, nailing eggs to trees? Well, you want to think about boobs. It's fun talk, it's at a, a fried, carnival. It's a fried egg, right? Not, you can't yeah. nail a scrambled egg. Oh, a sunny side up. Because, yeah, yeah fried scrambled egg. egg. Yeah, scrambled eggs. Yeah. You just scrambled throw egg them. is like I had my nipples Poached. removed. It's like throwing, a, <laughs> throwing <laughs> scrambled <laughs> eggs in a tree. Yeah. I'm just a poached egg poach Yeah, I love poaching eggs. Do you know what Delicious. I... You're good at it, Nick? I tried well, it once. I just I, got a I pretty cheat. much wispy I, egg I, in I water. water. I cheat. My, my girl does it in the water, and she does a good job. I do it in the little plastic mold. You get these plastic uh, molds that yeah. sit in a... It's a Ron Popeil action going on. It's just a perfectly shaped... Post not legitimate though. Not le- you know, very quickly before we we got to do a hmm or to this legit. is whatever for uh, the future. But um, oh, that's this idea, this, this idea has come back to me, and I think of it more and more. This idea for um, not like mass shootings because you'd be in public, you wouldn't know. But I think everybody at work, you're gonna think this is ridiculous. But I think it, I think that everybody at work, you should try this. You're in you're in management. Everybody at, in an office place next to their desk. Should have a large pail of baseballs, and so the only idea is <laughs> you if anybody about that was shootings at school. I that's think. what I'm saying. So, so I yeah. can't get into the school system, but I'm saying let's say that you're at your somebody comes in, some maniac, yeah. and they start shooting. If everybody starts throwing every baseball at the same somebody's time, somebody's going to hit him. It doesn't. Or, you don't even have to. It's just like a flurry of baseballs. Yeah. Ah! It's going to be enough for somebody to jump in behind. Just you're going to distract. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about the whole, oh, uh, should we have guns? And the, Just everybody has a pail full of baseballs. I'm if getting it, one. If it was England, I'm getting one. Okay. And let me tell you something. I'm going to be a hero. If but it was you, England, it'd be cricket balls because they're equally yeah. as hard. But yeah. you, you would, croquetic. Pow. Yeah. I want hockey pucks. Hockey sure, pucks. Lawn on where tennis. You are in the country. Darts. Just darts. Yeah. I just think a flurry of baseballs Javelins. comes at you as fast <laughs> as possible. <laughs> You're going to be a moment. You're going to have... I'll, right. bring, I'll bring my hunting bow in. Jared, Thank he's later. got a hunting bow. See, right? now you're getting hammered. See, yeah. now it's, it's about aiming. This is You don't have to be an expert. It's about six people throwing 17 right. baseballs apiece in the same what direction. What about hacky sacks that you throw through the cornhole? No, hole? the hippies are not going to make it through. The cornhole. All right. Yeah, we but have, that's, not, that's, yeah, that's not hard enough. Cornhole. See, so you're not taking my idea seriously. I can save lives here. Baseballs. 2023. Hammers from the hammer throw. There we go. Thor's <laughs> hammer, if you can pick it up. That that hammer belongs to her now. How about we all have a TARDIS? It's a ham her. How about we have Doctor Who's TARDIS in the office? We just jump in it and go to a different time. Make your jokes. Lesbian eyes. Dinga, 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 lesbian eyes. All right, we got to do hmm or no thanks. And so let's remember there's a lot of us. Let's not talk all Yeah. So just a couple of questions here before we start it. So. Nick, you were with us in the previous segment, so you carry Nick over. Right. Still here. Come on, do it. Carry and, me over physically. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> over the and Greg, are, are you joining us? For I the, do. Are you joining us for the podcast thirty tomorrow, Greg? Do you know what your schedule is? Let me take a look at my schedule. Oh, yes. my Google Calendar. Yeah, see if you can, because if so, if you are able to join us tomorrow, then you could say Greg is rejoining us because we have to tape an hour tomorrow. Oh, jeez. Hey, things have to be done. And you got that lunch tomorrow. We no. don't. We do not have a lunch tomorrow. Lunch I thought you said back. it was tomorrow. It got it got moved on Friday. Hey, we got a live show on Wednesday I'm night. Why don't you? In tomorrow. Oh, yeah, why don't you fly in, Greg? Oh, you man. got money. I didn't move anything for tomorrow to go to the lunch. I'm going to. I know. I didn't move. A I'm thing. going to Wyoming this week, so I can't. Wyoming. Wow. Because because a wild girl. Who's getting married? Liz Cheney. The city slickers. You going to the Cheney's? Uh, <laughs> are any Cheney's going to be there? I don't know. Maybe there's not many people in the state. So I know. It feels though you invite the whole state to your they wedding. They own that state, married. and they're all in mourning. So what happened? Huh? Oh, 
So, uh, Greg, what's your calendar looking like there? Uh, I would Trump, Trump primaried Liz Cheney, and she's not going to get the nomination. No. The Cheneys own Wyoming, and because Liz Cheney's doing the January 6th thing, a Trump-backed candidate won the Republican nomination. Yeah, but they'll get theirs. Because Cheney. she's got her finger on that launch button for the super volcano under Yellowstone. So <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's true. But you know, she's she gonna take it out on the rest of us. Also saw everywhere she said that she might try and run for president. No, of course that's what this is all about. She knew she was gonna. She knew the dangers. This is all pre-planned. I saw a video where Beto called someone a mother. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah he likes it. He's, he's big that, in the cussing. That's now. the big oh, thing. I liked it. Remember, a lot. But, it was, I know. But fun. remember when the Democrats first with uh, your with, children? Yeah, when Trump started swearing. Our children are watching. That went away. Yeah, there sure was a heck. Once he won, he was like, okay. Okay, all right, we're fuck good. The, fuck the children. Yeah, there was a, that was <laughs> a heckler. Win. That was a heckler, like a town hall, right? Where yeah, but it was, like guns. Guns. Yeah. It, was did, about, yeah. it was about guns. So, Greg, guns. what did... Kids and just funny, mm-hmm. you, you good, or, for? good for tomorrow or bad for tomorrow, Greg? We'll do tomorrow. Okay, we'll all right. Tomorrow. So, Greg, you'll, Greg will be rejoining. Nick hangs out with us still. He's with uh, us from the previous I like hanging out. I don't think I can be on the show on Thursday because of my flight. Yeah, but we're not. Well, that's another thing. We put a question out in Slack. Obviously, found out none of the doctrinaires look at Slack over the weekend. I put a little poll. None up. of them. We asked the question. I saw it pop up, but I was on my motorcycle. We could day. either have Thursday or Friday <laughs> off. Which one oh. is the one that. Now, given the fact that you'll be flying on Thursday, maybe. That's fine. Maybe e- that's the day. Either one works. It just seems weird to take one day off and then come back a day. Yeah. It does, it does seem bizarre. Weird. But to do... I'm just trying to get two days off. That's what she's trying to do. Well, she, she could have as many days off as she wants. Which days are you trying to get off? <laughs> Thursday and Friday, because well, if we do Tim's, it the other way. Tim's back as of tomorrow, okay. so you Look, could possibly she, do Thursday with it. Once, that, uh, once she gets... She just flies back. She gotta, it's, like, it's like, oh, vibrator, vibrator, vibrator. <laughs> bring it with her. She'll bring it with her. <laughs> All right, here we go. Starting oh, I'm it with me. I'm yeah. charging it's it like this a, afternoon. It's like a neck pillow. She'll be wearing her vibe and eggs at the uh, at the taping. That's right. <laughs> we are Look co- out, legends. We'll throw scrambled eggs. I got to figure out what we're going to do at the taping because I figured I want to make a podcast, not a show. So we'll throw eggs at Autumn. We are coming out of the bottom of the hour with this. <laughs> we'll nail Autumn to a tree. I'll bring the eggs. I can get 15 dozen Sorry. roll eggs. Are you in perimenopause? Yes. Your eggs are going bad. Let's throw eggs. Coming eggs. out of the bottom wet. Oh, and- wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let's remember a lot of voices. Let's not talk all of each other. And you're reintroducing Greg. English Nick says with us. Starting in three, two, one. Have you missed any of today's show? Wait a minute. Am I starting an hour? You're... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I got so many things. I don't know. All right. So, so you're coming out of the bottom of the hour. You're not okay. starting an hour. Start, starting in three. It sounds like it's from a trash can. Shut three, two, one. Oh, why is it this one here? Sorry. One more time here. Three, two, one. Missed any of today's show? Well, do not worry. Here's the good news. You can stream or download the full Doctrine podcast on WSBRadio.com, the WSB Radio app, or any of your favorite podcast providers. It's all brought to you by our good friends at Findlay Roofing. Speaking of good friends, uh, English Nick says uh, stuck around and Greg Russ is rejoining us because we are going to do something grand that we've never done before. Oh no, we're going to do something we've done (laughs) a million times. It's not a new idea. I got my paperwork mixed up there. But it's exciting. (laughs) That's why I'm here. I came back for this. Because you love it when we do this. Mm, This is interesting. Or... No, thanks. You know, I'm always explaining this because it's very complicated. Maybe Greg Russ, would you like to explain to the people the concept here? What's <laughs> going to happen here? 
let's see if I can put it in simplistic terms. So <laughs> even the dumbest of the dumb could understand <laughs> it. I think what happens is a story is presented probably by Jared. Yes. And then you say, this is interesting. Mm, this is interesting. Or. No, thanks. And no, thanks. Hang on. Just, Basically, I, it doesn't really matter because I we talk about you it. You talk about it regardless. Question. You said he, do you actually say those things or does that vo- those voice people say it? You point to him. No, I go. Yeah. I go. modulated mm, Jared. This is interesting. Oh, I like it. Or. No, thanks. Autumn likes when Jared's voice overmodulates. It's much mm, like her. This is uh, interesting. Her little toy. <laughs> so, her little toy. She gets a little buzzy buzz. So all you say, all you say is or because the other stuff is pointing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I say is or. or. Do we need another demonstration? Yeah. yeah. One more time, please. Yeah, please. Some, uh, some, oh, yes. po- uh, point. Point then. Point. Hmm. This is interesting. interesting. Or. No, thanks. But don't think it's easy. The timing is essential. Oh. That or can yeah, come in too soon. I never knew the soon. or was live. Oh. I thought that was all pre-recorded as one package. It's a live yes. or. You would think at one point. Hey, guys, I think we could really save some time if uh, <laughs> yeah. recorded it. You'd think in seven years. At one point, we just would have walked back into the studio and put it together. But no. Well, it creates a lot of volatility. Uh, yeah, a lot no. of uh, things just, go wrong. I, it's so a way to make sure that everyone's awake on the show, right? Just and to make also, sure everyone's I, I suggested. I suggested <laughs> that we that we do it. And then he said, uh, he said, Eric, zip, zap, zoop. Said, this is going to help you with your improv. No, Thanks. To that or or oh no! I got Let it. me ask you a question: If you has ever been where Jared saw off his game, like he's on the struggle bus or something? Never. You're doing a segment and you have to say or more than once. Uh, yes, there have or, been segments where he's fallen or, asleep. Or yeah, he falls asleep sometimes. <laughs> and, he nods off. This is interesting. You know he's got the uh, he's or obligated. No. Thanks. Let's just do this for the next 12 minutes. I was going to say, can, was we, gonna say. can we just get ask. through the segment just and explaining then, the segment? And I always tell the bosses, I don't care. I don't want to know about the breakdown, <laughs> but I want the breakdown of that. Like, what happened in the audience? <laughs> I want to know those 12 minutes. Can I Can I try the pointing in the or? Can I do it? No, I don't, I don't want to piss people off. Maybe next time. Aww. You know what? You know what? I will tell I want to hear it again. What? <laughs> All I right. don't want to hear it again. You don't or do? No, no. I, I, I'm tired uh, of it. You know, Greg's the judge. He decides. I'm the voice it's of the audience right now. No more. Right. There's been one too many times, or there oh. hasn't. No thanks. But now, now I feel like a little OCD because you played the no thanks, and then we didn't have it. Oh, yeah, it's like, mm, yeah. This is interesting. But now you've messed it up because. Or. or we're out of balance no again. No thanks. Or. I feel a little bit better, though, for some reason. Or we just do a different segment. If we do it again, it becomes obvious that I actually hate the audience. We can't do that. Let's just go to listicles. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Millennials, write them in. We read them. No. 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 Studies, surveys, and or polls. Listicles. Listicles. Millennials, write them in. We read them. All right, now that it's just us. Now that we've chased the entire audience away, stop popping. Oh, that's my toodle pip. 
Oh, uh, Autumn, put the vibrator. Autumn, please. Sorry, I've reduced Autumn. Bored. I've I've reduced. Yeah, you like the audience. So many more sex ty- toys are being used now than they were five minutes ago. Mm. I've reduced Autumn to just this person who does the radio, and then sex. right to the sex toy. <laughs> there may be I mean, people. I have nothing else happening in my that's, life. That's why. That's that's so, you got to fill the gap. Got to fill the gap, right? Uh, that's the way she makes yeah, the real money. She incorporates <laughs> the sex toys with the radio. Well, that's the way Boom. it should be done. We're gonna, we're gonna figure out uh, how to do that because we're, we're gonna have her wear those uh, those under. Under under panties, Pan- I will panties. I didn't want to say under that word. Undergarments. Undergarments. I was trying to be nice, uh, and uh, they're the ones where uh, people in the audience can can go at times, and then we're just going to let them do it whenever they want. Because my guess is when she does the live read, they'll just be like, oh yeah, that'll be the time to get her. Wow, be awesome. All right, more endorsements that way. Now, if people are listening to this on podcast, like, why are you repeating yourself? Well, because we're recording for the show right now. That's why. So, give me some. Why did you steal Greg's idea? Why did why, because that's your, your job as a doctrinaire. Your job no is to make me thanks. Uh, <laughs> out of line. Shut up. No thanks. How about shut up or get out of my face? <laughs> or and or or shut up. Oh, oh, this is interesting. Get into my car. Huey <laughs> Lewis in this. All right. Breathe into this napkin. Okay. <laughs> Even I know this is bad. All right. This is from I'm, the Wall Street. I'm usually for this chaos. But yeah. At this no, point, this is not good. This is not good radio. This Wall is, Street. We're just we're joy riding with our with our show here and just uh, taking it off into a ditch. But you know, whatever. This is important news here from the Wall Street Journal. Americans are breaking up with their work friends. Are you interested or not? Hmm. This is interesting. Wait. No, I didn't mean that. I meant. Uh, I meant. I meant uh, oh. No. Thanks. It's just one more example of this story is interesting, actually. <laughs> well, if I have anything to say about this story, if I remember it, I guess I'll give you my opinion on the other side. You, on the others, we're breaking up with our audience. They are no longer our friends. <laughs> All right, that was a disaster. We did nothing but open. <laughs> did not get to. That was great. Well, I'll be we asleep. got to one. I'll be asleep. Well, no, but. We started so, it. Started it. And new PD doesn't like it. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, Just a joke. God. All right, here we go. We got yeah, a weather tease here in the beginning. <laughs> and again, I'll be closing out the show, not the podcast. So just remember, I'm closing look like out the, the show. picture that they sent. No, he looks. Uh, he's oh, he's older than that. It's a baby picture. Start. All right, let's not. Hey, let's. He not. looks like you photoshopped in that so. one picture that's in the office on him. Very <laughs> starting. Very very nice person, I'm sure. Let's Going in wet in yeah. three, two, one. It has to be this music. Oh. I'm sorry. Not this one, because we can't do this one without the whole. Okay, yeah. I got another one. But remember, we got about. We can. But yeah, we can. Somebody can't. Starting in three. <laughs> Not me. Three, two, me. one. So as I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted by erectile dysfunction ads, I do have an opinion on that last story. What was the, uh, you know, for people who are just joining us. Yeah, it's for the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Americans are breaking up with their work friends. 
mainly because people are working remotely now. No, I, 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 this is an interesting story because because of the pandemic, once people were at home, they started to realize, maybe I'm not really friends with the people at work. Maybe I only make friends with them because I'm at work. So now they're kind of like disengaging from those friendships. And I think it's more bad news for the culture and the country because people are only befriending online mostly people who they have like interest with, maybe the same politics, maybe whatever. Work is a place where you're kind of forced to get along. And that's something that we're losing. We're losing the thing about getting along with people who aren't necessarily like us. And this is just further, just more further and stuff that because um, why wouldn't you want to be around people who you should want to, you should seek people who are not just like you if you want to have an interesting life. Um, But this is more detaching, getting, you know, just breaking any bonds that we have to people who aren't just exactly like us. The cubicle world forces you to deal with the person on the other side of the of the wall simply because you're spending all that time together. I don't think it's And good. you can even bond after work. You go yeah. have a drink and complain about work and you have even well, though you disagree on everything else, you agree on this one thing that your boss is a jerk. Well that's some it of it is and I can understand this. People are saying that I don't want to get together. I'm, we're out of work. And then when I'm with these people, all we do is continue to talk about work. Now, I think it's about the age. Like, my son just started a job with a big old company that's really famous. I won't go into it too much, but very, very, very big mega, mega tech company. And uh, tech being instruments. One of the, yeah, <laughs> making calculators. <laughs> and uh, he's been there probably two months or so. And, you know, like, he's met like, like five people. Almost everything is done online. Everything is emailing people uh, to uh, say, hey, uh, do you – because basically his job is to solve problems. So then you, you do that as a team. And, like, he's worked at this place for, like, two months. I, he's met, like – he went to work once. He met some girls. He's like, I don't know anybody either. This is the first time I've been in the office. I've worked here for, like, two months. And I guess it's a new thing, but when I was his age, I worked at a radio station for the first time, and we worked all day together. We – played together we went to bars together we had softball tournaments together i mean we and it was wonderful it was a great time of of my life was the people that i worked with were really my best friends and uh i don't know i I think you lose something i wouldn't have gone out and partied with those people if i was just looking for people online who shared every opinion that i have or whatever then again the country wasn't as polarized then either like, we, we didn't care all that much. People weren't constantly talking about politics. Because you guys there weren't, are, weren't right. as, well, you guys weren't as, as exposed to politics as we are now. Every, but we, weren't, all as, your face, we weren't as exposed to as much idiocy. I mean, I don't We weren't consider, exposed to as much at all. Yeah. You had to seek right. things out. Politics, you wanted to go look it up. It wasn't just thrown in your face, even when you yeah. were trying to avoid it. And people just angry all the time about stuff just ruins everything. And that's what you're doing. You're moving away from, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on there? You are not. You are not. Why do you? Why do you have your feet on the desk? I don't have my feet on the desk. I was just lifting up my knee to hug it like this. I think something else is going on. She's trying to get to the after show. Sorry. (laughs) Is that it? (laughs) Are you okay? Post show. It's all right. You're lucky. I've already made my point on that one. So are you? Oh, don't cry. 
Does all of them have a boo-boo? There are, there are yeah. just to follow up on this, a lot of people don't like this. Like there are people who come in because in my current work situation, it's mostly remote still. And there are new people who come in. We just went through a merger, so there's a lot of new people. And across the board, most people don't like the fact that you can't meet other people because then they're just faceless. Like, sure, you see yeah. each other on a Zoom call, but at that point, it's not a real person still in your mind. It's a person at some kind of distance. Um, and I, I do think it affects behavior and the way you approach your work. I also think it keeps point. you from having a sort of shared mission. You know, I don't think you should give your life to corporations no, or whatever. No, you want the same goal. You want to be successful yeah. in your business. Working together. Yeah. And, yeah. and and then I just don't think Zoom does it. And I know my son, he just kind of waits for people to get back to him on email with questions and things. And sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. They're it might flung. depend on the work. If it is something that is more individual, you know, then maybe you can be more productive by staying home. It's not. I don't think it's about being more productive. I think it's about not wanting. I, yeah, I'll, I mean, I would say it's good to have a workplace for most people. Yeah. I don't think it's good. I mean, there's some people it's not. I'm not the most social person in the world, but I value coming to work, mixing it up. Uh, you know, I walk down the hallway. I have a conversation with Chris Chandler. I yeah. have a conversation Someone with some- Someone ignores you, and then it turns into content. Exactly. Things happen. I talk to people from other stations. And you ignore other people. You take the long way around because you don't want to walk past that person. I'm trying desk. to give them content for their shows. Right. I'm a giver. <laughs> If somebody doesn't address Eric, it's always, uh, oh, that guy hates the show. It's like, oh, that sales guy walked by again. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just stares at me through the window. It's like, look, dude, I won. You lost. Remember seven years ago when you said this will never work? It can't be. Just get over it. Right? It can't be. Just get over it. You know what else? This guy is never, he's just, okay, there's Von Hessler. It's time to scowl. That's all he does is scowl at me. Yes? There used to be more office sex than there is now, too, because people are in the office. In, Over the copy machine, all that stuff. That yeah, the boss's yeah. desk. Secretary, yeah. to, get you know, the secretary. Got that, yeah. got that Matt Lauer button under the desk. Oh yeah, we're losing everything. Social media is killing the world. More, more chances for sexual harassment. Ugh. I don't want to be an alarmist, but <laughs> social media, yeah, is killing the world. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to end. Follow the entire show or the segment? Any the entire show? And the entire show? Yeah. All I'm right. glad I came back for this. What happened? <laughs> Did the show end already? Are we still here? Continue on your journey. Do not piss off the genie. All right, what rocker has a birthday today that you're uh, celebrating on the river? Oh, uh, I'm actually I'm celebrating the release of Cosmos Factory today. Huh? The CCR oh. album. What's it called? Isn't it Cosmos Factory? I don't know that. Is that it was an their album? big Cosmos their big Factory. album? Big album. Well, Green CCR. River was big. No, but the album is. They were only a, together for like three years. Isn't that amazing? It, well, this album stayed at number one for weeks in this country. I don't know the yes, name. Yes, you're of that correct, name. Nick. Don't doubt yourself just because Eric doesn't know. No, Cosmos I don't know. Factory. I guess CCR has always been kind, except for Green yeah. River. They've always yeah, been Cosmos kind of a great. Yeah, Cosmos Factory is a big album. What's on? Although it was released uh, by Fantasy Records in July of 1970, not today. The one I'm gonna, well, according to my, it went to number one on this day. Okay. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, it stayed there for weeks. And uh, the one I'm gonna play. I'm just looking out for him. I don't want him to give him fake. I'm gonna play who'll stop the rain on there. What? Who'll stop the rain? Love Who'll Stop the Rain. I know, me too. Which rain song? Which song do you? Which rain song do you like better? 
Uh, have you ever seen the rain or who will stop the rain? Because uh, who will stop the rain? Because oh, one of my yeah. favorite Welsh bands, the Stereophonics, covered it before I'd ever heard the CCR version. I like the. Um, I thought about I this like a Ooby lot. Like Dooby Shut up. I like. Um, I meant that in the nicest way. Uh, I met. Uh, uh, I you like. Don't get Ooby I like who will stop the rain. For the music a little bit more, I like mm. that guitar, that jung 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 jung. But I think "Have You Ever Seen the Rain" yeah. is a more meaningful, yeah. impactful song. Maybe because his father, you know, and all that. But all those hits, they they were together for like three years. Yeah, and then they got all legal. Three then it years, got crazy. Sun is cold and rain yeah. is John, hot. John yeah. Fogerty couldn't so this, play his own songs live for a while. That's what he? they say, but I don't believe that. It was a legal battle. But uh, uh, I think that uh, they just saw what the Beatles were doing and said, let's do that. Let's all sue each other. That's great. And then this is brother he couldn't get along with. Very strange. Very strange. Brothers. Hey, I, I want to talk about this salesman. He really uh, spites the show. He, he doesn't make this sales. Guy, just to- this guy, I know that he told Pete Spriggs in the beginning, I don't like the show. I don't think it's very good. Oh, oh he uh, did? Yeah. And, and for seven years now, the guy just stares me down. He better not be making one fucking penny from this show. I'm going to look into it. Don't say it. Whatever it I'm was. I'm not going to say it, but the person you're talking about, he kind of he's a bit aloof. Yeah, well. Yeah. I think he doesn't like anybody. I don't think it's just this show. Well, I'm one of everybody, so fuck him. <laughs> TTFN. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.